fun-filled fuck-me episode of Nothing Sacred. Today, I'm gonna ask the fucking question, mask or no fucking mask? Also, gonna throw in some Joker quotes that you can use every day in life. That's right, Joker quotes. You heard me. Also, five fun facts on Star Trek, the quiz about Stan Lee, blah blah, fucking blah blah, I don't give a shit. Here we go. I'm here with, what's your name? Oh, yeah, Bud Man, the Tech Man. Hi, I've only done, uh, uh, you know, all the episodes with you. And uh, we're here for the first little bit with fucking Larry. He remembers my name. Woo! (laughs) Larry's easy to remember. Do you know, honestly, you know how easy it is to remember? I don't eat shit for this comment, but fuck it, I'm in a mood. Because it's redneck? No. Because it's a Jewish name. All I do is think Jew, Larry. <laughs> Tell me all Jews aren't Larry. named Larry or David. Come on. Ah, uh, yeah, true, true. Come on. <laughs> That's why you get David and Larry's accounting firms everywhere. What if I told you guys I was Jewish? Well, we know you're not. Yeah, but... I'm not Jewish. I'm not Jewish. <laughs> if you explain you, the if hair. If you were, we'd just probably laugh at you. That's all. Like we laugh at everybody else. <laughs> be like, are you changing your name to David? Pete fucking Jones will be here later, motherfucker. For comic book fight club and random bullshit. As of this fucking recording, fuck is today. The 11th. Yeah, I'm in a saucy fucking mood. Fight night. Yeah, we're gonna watch USC 251 tonight and tomorrow we're gonna record Fight Talk. Fight Talk. So, and it's their first time on Fight Island, so this will be interesting. Larry and I are going to watch this motherfucker oh, yeah. and see how it goes down. So, just get right fucking to it. Here's the question. Mask or no mask? There are a lot of dumb motherfuckers right now out in the internet that are saying, Oh, it should be my choice, my right to wear a mask or not wear a mask. It's not about your fucking rights. Yeah, it's not about your rights. It's about safety and reality. You don't wear a mask. You can spread the disease. You can get the disease easy. And I hear, like, a lot of people are using, like, breathing problems they have as an excuse oh, not to wear not, a mask. That's not an excuse. Which, like, I get it. A mask a mask can help restrict your breathing, and it makes issues like asthma and stuff a little bit worse. But that's why you should time it properly. It's not like you have to wear a mask everywhere you fucking go in the city. Spaces. It's just indoors. Maybe plan before you go shopping so you don't walk around for two hours in the fucking grocery store. But I also have news for those people that don't want to wear a mask because they have asthma or something like that. If you were to get COVID because you have asthma or a respiratory issue, you are more risk at dying from the disease. So you are the one that should be wearing the mask over most people in all honesty. So I don't think that is a great excuse for people to use not to have a mask. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. And you can breathe out of a mask even if you have fucking breathing issues. As long as you're not, like, you know, 
stage four fucking lung cancer kind of shit. Well, yeah, at that point, who the fuck gives a shit yeah, if at you that get point. COVID? <laughs> yeah, but you're probably like bigger a, issues. It's stage been four proven, lung even cancer. people with asthma, shit like that, they can breathe through a mask. Yeah, not... Mask, in all, I don't think it's the mass really, well, I guess the mass do affect, but I think the heat wave we've been having really doesn't help people a lot with the issue either, because you got that sweaty the way hot I air in your mask and everything like that. Is even outside, as long as you're staying six feet, you're fine. Yeah, you should, but... Inside, yeah, you need to have a mask on, motherfucker. Even then, the reality is, when you're in lineups at those fucking supermarkets, they're not standing six feet. No, they're not. Most of them, bullshit. There's no way, man, that that's six feet apart. And, like, transit, they're definitely not doing six feet anymore. You're sitting right behind the motherfucker. <laughs> like, and Walmart is one of the worst culprits for this. Yeah, it's six feet apart bullshit. You're lucky if oh, it's fucking two it. feet apart. No, I think I think mass for sure. Like, with everything opening up, it, it's just dumb it's for people for not to wear. Wave. Yeah, pretty much you're inviting it. And it's not like you're... Here's the other misconception I'm fighting, right? With these fucking flat-earther crackheads that are fucking talking about, oh, I don't need to wear a mask. Well, first off, I say to those fucking people, first off, fuck you, because it's not a you thing. It's not a me thing. It's a fucking us thing. And whether you like wearing the fucking mask or not, that really makes no difference. Do you ever want to get to somewhat a normal fucking position again in everyday life was so wear the fucking mask it's that simple and anyways the misconception is that oh the mask doesn't protect me from covid well no shit it's not supposed to supposed to protect everyone around you you. from spreading something because a lot of people get it and let's not forget you might not necessarily get any symptoms but you'll carry it for 14 days this is the fucking fuck part of this disease or whatever you want to call it, virus, that people don't fucking get. People seem to forget that. So when you think about it, dummy, yeah, you're wearing a mask because it's called public fucking safety. At this point, it doesn't fucking matter if you agree with it or not as far as I'm concerned. You know what? Just stop your bitching, stop your fucking crying, and put on a fucking mask. The way I see it is you think a nurse... Has got a choice whether she could put on a mask or not, whether she has asthma or not, or, you know. No, she fucking put on a shit. No, you gotta put that shit on either way, or you ain't going in to do your fucking job. Well, like, I, I kind of want to clear up a quick misconception here. Like, how you said, like, a mask doesn't stop you from uh, getting the virus from another person. It might not stop every single microbe that comes, but it, but helps. it, it definitely stops a very good chunk. Yeah, yeah, en- let me be enough for it Enough helps. for it to matter, and I, just, I hear a lot of people saying that it, it doesn't help at all, it, do- it only helps you not spread it, but that's not true. It does actually stop to a level certain particles entering your lungs. But that's my point, even if it is just to stop spreading it. Assholes, do your part. You think we all love wearing fucking masks every time we go out? No! But you know what? It's a matter of public fucking safety and hey anyways does anybody here really want to get as bad as the united states or remotely oh no man like that's just like what the fuck here do you hear some canadians want the united states to reopen them like want us to reopen the border oh yeah i heard because they want to go there for fucking during the winter hey i bet you those are the stupid americans that came to our country (laughs) hey Say what you will about our Prime Minister, but at least he's standing steadfast on that, going, no, 
We're not opening up the fucking borders because you people are out of control. And they are. The United States is out of fucking control. And never mind what they're doing on the streets. Just the virus itself is spreading like well, fucking mad because why why because they've been in denial and they didn't do their due diligence since day one and now they're the hotbed of corona on the fucking planet period so why in the fuck would you open your borders to fucking that kind of bullshit it doesn't make any sense man. but on the uh, brighter Ooh, side somebody did um well i read yesterday yeah. uh Kurosha. Karosha opened their borders. Oh, like, uh, yeah, what was it? Yeah, it was like yeah, that's what it is. Twelve or ten countries. Yeah, certain, certain their countries too. in the EU opened uh, to America their borders. Well, they're dumb. Yeah, because they're, they're just asking dumb. for it. Because if you think about that, they have to get to Europe through plane travel. No, and I, that's I how say, this virus got so bad was through fucking plane travel. Do you know what I say to them? I'll say this, okay? If it's because you feel like you're intimidated by Donald Trump or something. That's a joke. Why would you open your fucking borders to that shit show? Like, what, what? They think, what, you're going to upset Donald Trump? Who gives a fuck? Think about your people, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're just asking to have it ran all through your country. And you wait. Mark my fucking words. The first fucking dozen Americans that go to Croatia, I guarantee you one of them is going to be... The fucking one that's going to start to spread over there. You fucking watch. Mark my words. And then they'll be trying to get them back. It's fucking ridiculous. Why do you think the NHL is having their whole playoff series here in Canada? Well, hello? Where are they going to play? In the States? I don't think so. It's ravaged with corona like it's a fucking zombie plague. Yeah, what I heard Edmonton and Toronto. Yeah. Yeah, the... Uh, well, I'm going to talk about it on Hockey Talk, but uh, yeah... Basically, the West, they're all, all the Western teams are going to play, obviously, in Edmonton, and all the Eastern teams are going to play in uh, Toronto. But it's okay. They're obviously going to be empty arenas. It's going to be limited fucking, you know, limited fucking people there, only who they need. But you know what? I don't give a fuck because it's fucking hockey's back as of August 1st as it stands. So, you know what? They could be playing out in the fucking street for the Stanley Cup or not. I don't give a fuck. I just wanted to see this thing fucking happen. So imagine if they did let like a few fans in though, we could finally see like Pittsburgh Philly. Well, they were they were originally <laughs> they were originally thinking Those about it. Would cost so much money. But don't yeah, it's me right now, man. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It just doesn't. You know, there's a lot of health issues to that, right? So. And I mean, right now, right, the NHL, they want to be, they want to have their season in Canada is basically probably the safest place they can do it right now. So that's yeah, how it's good. going down. Pretty good with our shit. Yeah, actually. And the NHL, they have a pretty good uh, COVID response thing in place. It was good enough that the Canadian government and Health Canada was like, okay, do your thing. So obviously, you know, it's all good, at least as of this recording. Let's hope it stays that way, yeah. Pittsburgh's got to play fucking Montreal first. It's okay. It's okay, because all you got to do is beat Carey Price. The yeah, rest of it's easy. Price show. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. But anyways, enough of hockey talk. Normal. We have a segment for that. So what's new and exciting? Either one of you. It's hot as fuck. Or was hot as fuck. But, yeah, I was going to say the heat wave ended. Probably the most the best thing in the thing, world right now. we've all just been sweating our balls off, not able to do anything. <laughs> Yeah, it's been fucking crazy, eh? Like, it's seriously. fucking hot. Yeah, it's been nuts. By the way, uh, the mascot 
right now is the Human Torch. He is in bobblehead form, and he is a Funko Pop, but he is pretty cool, I have to say. He has flames at his feet, and he has flame balls in his hands. There's flame coming up from his head. Spiky, flamey animal. Yeah, man. He looks like he's got this look on his face, like, I'm ready to fucking fuck something up. <laughs> so really, that's it? That's all you got? Are you shitting me? Fight night, man. That's what I'm waiting for. Fight night. Fight night. At this point, it is what? T-minus three and a half hours to fight night. <laughs> so just a quick preview, just quickly here. What's the fight you're looking forward to the most? Oh, that's a hard one. It's probably a tie between the Volansky-Holloway fight and then the Masvidal-Uzman fight. It's the one I really want to watch. The, the Masvidal one? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Everybody's super fucking amped on that fight, man. It's going to be a slugfest. And it took COVID to make that happen. That's sad, Dana White, just saying. <laughs> what the hell? Because everybody now is saying, why the fuck didn't you just have this fight in the first place? Give Masvidal more fights. <laughs> obviously <laughs> generated a lot more interest real quick, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It went from, like, all I heard coming up to 251 was, three title fights in one night? Oh, my, three title fights? What? And now that Masvidal's been announced, Masvidal! Masvidal! <laughs> oh, he's all over the place, man. Fucking, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be good shit. And I just want to see the whole Fight Island thing, man. I just, I just want to really check that out. Obviously, they're going to probably give everybody a tour of it. So I'm interested. Oh, yeah, I've there'll seen... probably be, like, promos and shit yeah. throughout the show. Yeah, know. I've watched uh, a couple fucking still shots of it. But, I mean, I haven't seen it in great detail. I've seen the beachfront where they have the fucking <coughs> octagon. Yeah, yeah, I saw that in the one promo. And I saw the that picture cool. of their makeshift fucking hotel. Which looks pretty nice for a, obviously a quick build, but uh, yeah. Other <laughs> than that, of I've only tape. seen the outside of the facility where they're actually going to have the fight. And they that's got all like I saw I've seen. They got like full-on medical facilities and stuff there to be able to handle. Oh yeah, like, they got everything. Oh yeah, they anything, man. It's crazy. They they pretty much built a mini hospital on that fucking island. I basically <laughs> saw three still photos and I was impressed. I want to see more. See, that's where you'd want to go, Zombie Apocalypse. Yeah. So, <laughs> used to be New fight Zealand. Club. Now it's Fight Island. Apocalypse happens, <laughs> get the fuck to Fight Island. <laughs> you know what? That's a great fucking name, Fight Island. Oh, it is. Like, it's so simple, but it's just... You don't need any more words. No, you don't need any explanation. No. It's just Fight Island. Oh, I imagine when you say it. that is a nothing sacred podcast crew landing on that island. All suddenly just looking at each other and fighting. Fight! Like, <laughs> oh, we've you landed. Foot, yeah. You're all friendly in the, sh- in the waters getting up the shore as soon as the boat touches the sand. Fight! <laughs> fucking throw each other out of the fucking boat. And it is. It looks like, too, from the pictures, it's literally in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just like off Abu Yeah, yeah, but from the picture I saw, you can't see the land. All you see is this island and just ocean. When you own an island. But on this island, you can see the octagon on the beach, though. That's a difference. It's pretty fucking, it looked cool, though. But yeah, I've only seen pictures. I know, like, a lot of people thought it was going to be, like, Fire Festival. Do you guys know what Fire Festival is? Explain. So, Fire Festival was this massive music festival that was supposed to be held in somewhere in the tropics. I don't know where, but like 
it was sold to people to be the biggest, best music festival on this resort island. Like, just the craziest fucking experience oh, wait, ever. Oh, I think I heard something and, like, about this. It people, was a scam, wasn't it? Yeah, pe- yeah, people spend millions of dollars on tickets for this thing, and they show up. It's like fucking the, their massive mini mansions they were supposed to have were, like, shelters for hurricanes. <laughs> and, like, the whole place was just a complete shit show. I, th- I think people got hospitalized guy? because there was no water, there was no nothing. Oh, yeah, they arrested him, and then there was um a rapper... Uh, ja Rule, or Ja Rule, from, he's, ja Rule he's like in a 90s rapper, he was another one who got fucked for that shit, but yeah, it was a huge scam, it was a massive scam, and there were people who got stuck in, um, on the island and stuff, because they couldn't, they couldn't get off. That's crazy. Yeah, so people were a little worried that Dana White's amazing tropical getaway would turn into something like that, but <laughs> I don't think it will. No, it doesn't look like it. No, he's something out of a horror movie right there, Jesus. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. There's a documentary on Netflix, if you ever want to check her out. It's fucking, it's one of those things you just watch and you're like, man, how's somebody get away with this shit? <laughs> I don't know, though, I think it's a neat concept, but it's sure set up from what the pictures I saw, where obviously we know what Dana White's doing when he retires. He's just going <laughs> to go live on his island and uh, have a little resort there. Little hotel that yep. people can go to for sure. That's exactly what it looks like it's set up for. And watch his fucking fights. Because let's not forget this island is only temporary, right? When things kind of go back to normal, people can start going out to events. Obviously, you can't have them at that island anymore. Yeah, you, you can't so the revenue you can at like fucking yeah. Madison Square. On yeah, and island. you're gonna sell out for two years because people just were gonna want to go out to sporting events of any kind for again. Sure. So, like, fuck, yeah, you have to do it, right? I'm keeping my eye out. <laughs> yeah, man, you have to do it. But let's hope the NHL pulls this off, because if they do, then everybody else will start to follow suit and do the same type of thing. Well, Japan's already doing it, man. Yeah, they're going to have the cup. The latest it can happen is October 2nd. And now they've decided that December 1st, they're going to start the following season. But it's going to be a lot of hockey in a short period of time when the next season starts because they got a little over almost two months to fill in, right? That, you know, they they would have normally had in October, but ain't going to have it now. I have a feeling that's going to change the game. It's going to be like when lockout happens, you know what I mean? If, here's the deal, if the NHL, the players can only hope that when they do cram all these in, in the 1st of December and January and that, that they tried to spread them out a little bit. But I'm sure every team in the league is going to have to do, at some point, like five games and seven nights type deal just to make it up. Like they're going to have to. You can't play that high-speed, fast hockey five nights in a row. You, you know what, I bet you, monster, I bet you they're going to have a week or two where it's going to be four or five and seven nights. For sure they're going to have to, man. Because at some point, right, they have to get back on track because if they don't, everything is completely fucked forever. But the players already agreed. Oh, the players are, That's you know, the thing. obviously. I'm not saying, like, they should back out. I'm just saying, like, the game will probably change because of For the sure, will. Well, you have the for, teams going out. Right now, hockey's very fast. It's very skilled. Oh, until right? they get Everyone's back to normal, focused. for sure. You do five nights of hockey. Oh, it's going to be wearing out. Oh, You're yeah. not going to be able to go that fast oh, yeah. and be that skilled. But you I'm know what's interesting two, about two that? Two teams at their fifth night going against each other. 
They're both fucking, like, teetering on the ice. You know what's interesting about that, though, for me? From a psychological standpoint of hockey, that just means to me that if they got to do four and seven, or they have to do the occasional five and seven, that just means to me that, okay, well, now the coach is going to have to play a pivotal role. Mm-hmm. Because he's a guy that's going to have 100%. to figure out who can still go, who needs the extra yeah. rest. You know, you're going to have to fucking tighten your shit up by the fourth or fifth night. To me, that that makes that scenario very, very interesting. It's when you find out who knows their team and who the hell doesn't. That's <laughs> it. You'll find out real quick who's bullshitting and who isn't, right? As far as guys behind the bench, for sure. I uh, know. I just think it's a inter- it's going to be I interesting. Think, I could see it giving more physical teams kind of a chance. You know what I mean? Just because, like, now they're slowed down, you can catch them type thing. <laughs> well, yeah, they're they're young guys, but fast or not, when you got to play four or five games in seven nights, you know what? Those legs start to go fucking thin. Never mind. You know, there's going to be one or two road games crammed in that yeah. fucking bat. So there's travel, like. Yeah. Even short-term travel is still going to be fuck. It's going to be interesting, man. It's well, going to be interesting. But so, like, what happens when a West team has to battle the East? I know this ain't hockey talk, but I'm just kind of curious. Would like they go to Edmonton or would they go to Toronto, or would it depend on who has home? Okay, here's the deal for the playoffs. Basically, uh, they're all going to do their own thing each conference till they get to the final fucking four. And then it's going to just be played out all in Edmonton, the the conference finals for both uh, sides in the Stanley Cup. It's going to be in Edmonton. And before that, right, to knock it down, so Edmonton, because Edmonton obviously can't host all those games. So, yeah. Yeah. Although, as a hockey nut, I have to say, I'm pretty happy to hear that they're going to schedule, especially for the first month. We're going to get, potentially, people, up to four different hockey games a day. A day! God damn. A day for the first month of this fucking craziness. That is, you know what? It's a good thing COVID's on, man, because a lot of people, myself included, guess what? Watching a lot of fucking TV come August 1st. That fucking Zamboni driver down the ACC right now is like, fuck my life! Fuck oh, yeah, man. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he went from no work for four months to yeah, holy, holy shit, shit, I live here. I'm never going home. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Tell Sally I'll see her in two months. Imagine yeah. if you're the Edmonton guy <laughs> where you can't even get away from it when your conference is done. No, <laughs> you got to keep doing this shit all the way to the bitter fucking end. I shouldn't be that poor fucking guy. Like, God damn it. You, just, you know what? He just put a fucking pillow on top of the Zamboni and that's it. They should, like, you know how the, when the, like, Get the uh, dishes, that's it. <laughs> you know how, like, when a team wins the cup, all the equipment guys get a ring, too? Just uh-uh. give a fucking ring to the Zamboni driver this time, man. Give that guy something. <laughs> just for being a champ. Yeah. 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 Especially the guy in Edmonton. Like, God damn. Like, there's no escape for you. Like, fuck. fuck. God damn. Well, I'd be it. I advise him. I'd be calling the wife. Go, well, I'll see you, I guess, hey, October 3rd. But there's a, <laughs> there's a small chance that he might be able to play a game in the NHL. Never know. Never know. obviously. It's going to be interesting, though. Bleep! Was just sent me a text. I was like, bye! Bye! Bye-bye! Nice. Nice. 
All right, well, this is being followed up with Fight Talk, but obviously we're not recording that yet. But we'll record some other shit, and we'll mash it all together, and we'll make a fucking show out of it. So I guess, uh, let's do some five fun facts about... Recording! Star Trek. Five. The first episode of Star Trek aired September 8th, 1966. Four. Majel Barrett Roddenberry has worked on every Star Trek series. In the original series, she played nurse Christine Chapel. She was also the voice of the Enterprise computer on Star Trek The Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, and Enterprise. She even did the Starfleet computer voice for the J.J. Abrams 2009 movie reboot. 3. Spock has greenish skin, but it was originally meant to be red. There have been more than 125 Star Trek-related video games. In number one. The Vulcan Salute is actually a Hebrew blessing. Next episode. Five fun facts about... Star Trek The Next Generation. Fight Talk. So, it's time for Fight Talk. Fight talk. Let's talk about uh, UFC 251 on Fight Island. <laughs> yeah, good old Yas Island. I did not see. <laughs> no, Budman did not watch it because he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you want to talk about first? Well, I figured we just kind of go from the very bottom, the very first fight. Okay, to, well, uh, the main event. I would say this: out of all the fights on the card, <laughs> the first one was the worst. There, yeah, I the said. The first one definitely. Wasn't no showstopper or nothing like that. It yeah, it wasn't a great way to kick the show off. It was armbar in the first round, submission, and uh, what was her name? Uh, Paige Vanzat put absolutely no fight whatsoever. No, it was pretty fight. pathetic. Really. Yeah, it was really bad. I love what she she requested to Dana after she tell everybody that because that's funny. yeah. She was trying to get more money out of the UFC, so Dana said in a in a press conference after the fight that she should look at free agency before coming to Dana White with those demands. So I don't think she's going to be getting it. I don't think we're going to be seeing her in another UFC match, in all honesty. I think that's probably her last one. I kind of hope so, to be honest. She was not entertaining. No. Pleasing to the eyes, but not a fighter. No. She actually said in a statement, too, that she makes more money as an Instagram influencer. Oh, I could believe it's it. It's like, well, go sell your ass on Instagram, then. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah go pedal your ass somewhere else. That's the way I look at that one. Now, now I will say the fourth fight, or the second fight of the night, sorry. Uh, you know what? I didn't mind it. Uh, Rose Namajunas and Jessica Andre. Yeah, I'll be honest I, I, with you, though. names, man. <laughs> I'll be honest with you though, they both look like dudes. It was like watching two two dudes fight. Yeah, it was a little. It seemed manly for sure. <laughs> like the one bitch had no tits, and the other one barely had any. And one was, was bald, and one looked just crazy. Was that the match? Martial arts was phenomenal though. Oh, great show though. But I like went out for a smoke, and I was like, "Are those two dudes fighting?" Yes. Yeah, and yeah, we had to tell you they were women. <laughs> you know what, though? It was a good fight, though. I'll give it them was. credit. They put on a pretty good show. The only thing I have to say is I, I feel bad kind of for Rose in that fight, even though she won it in uh, in the third round there by a decision. I felt bad for her because she threw so many more strikes 
than the other girl. Yet the end of the fight, Rose looked like fucking smashed. Oh her yeah, nose man. Was flattened. Yet it was like three punches in the third round that really did all the damage yeah. to Rose. Yet Rose was laying on the hits all fight. She's a tough she, bitch. I'll yeah. give her that. She's got to get some power behind those. Yeah. Those punches. Yeah, for sure. All right, and then the next fight up. Oh. Jan versus Jose Aldo, which was a great fight. but was a good fight till the end until the referee ruined it. It was brutal. That fight should have called, been called a minute before it was. Like, it, it got to the point where, you ought, at least in my mind, you didn't want to look at it anymore no. because it was just like it was just too brutal. It was forty to watch. seconds of a guy huddling and just getting the back of his head smashed in. Like it was Yeah, and it and was the obvious rest, the fight was over. Like it was like you could see him smearing his face, like he was just done, man. He had no fight in him. No, and if he has any permanent head damage or anything, he can thank that referee for that. Like I for honestly, sure. I, I think I said this to you when we were watching the fight. Like, I think that that ref needs to get smacked in the face because Jose Aldo is one of the greatest fighters of all time. Well, I think I said after sad to see that. that Dana White needed to take that guy aside and say, look, what the fuck was that bullshit? Yeah, hundred. He, he did, too. Uh, that was another thing Dana addressed in his, uh, his press conference was that obviously the referees in the UFC and Fight Island there need um, to get checked. For sure, because that was brutal. He called it, yeah, he called it brutal, like, to watch. It was brutal to watch. It was, it was senseless. Oh, let's, let's get to the, the, the one I want to talk about. Oh, Alexander Volonaski and Max Holloway. Yeah. Yeah, every, the, well, I wouldn't say the world's split on this one right now. Everybody's pretty much on. And I said it, and Larry is my witness. As soon as that fight ended, I looked at Larry and said, if we're going on points, Holloway is the new champ. Yeah. For sure. And no. But what's even more ironic to this story, though, is just before the decision came in, what was Larry's response? Larry's re- Larry's response to me was pretty simple. Well, when it's this close, they usually favor the champ. And what happened? That, In my opinion, that's exactly what fucking happened. Oh, yeah. 100%. Judges didn't want to make a decision, so they, they didn't let the belt go. And it was an amazing fight. Don't get me wrong. I thought it was the best fight was of the crazy, night. crazy. There was some great Muay Thai that whole match. And I like, give the really champ credit. Muay Thai. Hey, he came back when he got dominated early, let's be honest. Oh. About the last half of the first round and the second round was all Holloway. Yeah, Holloway. Had and him. then the champ had to come back all the way in that fight. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, but hey. I give the champ credit, but I'm just saying if we're going by points, there's no way, man. Holloway won. Yeah, Holloway was the better fighter in that fight, 100%. So I hope Holloway gets his rematch because he sure as hell deserves one. The the only thing I would criticize Holloway on is checking those leg kicks, man. He could have checked one or two of those. I think the judges would have favored him if uh, he actually checked a couple. But they should have favored him no matter what. Like, I'm not saying... Yeah, no, <laughs> I know what you're saying. definitely favored him. I know but what you're saying. it would have helped his case. All right, and then the main event, Kamara Usman and Jorge Masvidal. Was well, a good fight. I give both guys credit. I'll say this. I'll give Masvidal credit because he only had, like, a week's notice. You know what I mean? And, and you know what? The champ is a champ for a reason, and I'll say this. He proved why he was a champ. Yeah, he was. Honest to God. That's his plain as I saw it. A lot of people are ripping on him for those foot stomps. 
<laughs> you know what? The point is, at the end of the day, he won. And I will add, in my opinion, it wasn't like it was close. I mean, he, he definitively won that match. Oh, yeah. And that's nothing against Mazdaval, but again, I say to you Actually, before we got on air, he's a champ. There's a reason he's a champ. In uh, in Masvidal's press conference, he went on to say, like, how it wasn't his best performance and, like, Usman deserved, I know it wasn't. He deserved that win, and, like, Masvidal took his win like a man, 100%. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, like... He's coming back for more, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's far from done. I mean, really, what is it? It's just, it's just a bump in the road yeah. for that guy. That was his very first title shot. And, like, not a lot of people know, but Masvidal has a retarded amount of fights under his belt. Oh, yeah. Like, I think he has 34 wins and, like, 17 losses or something. It's so pretty it's probably good. a little Pretty off, good record. Like, oh, Even still, pretty. that's pretty good record. He's been... You're batting over 500, you know what I mean? I think Usman's seventeen and one. I'm pretty. Sure. Oh, I could believe it. Yeah, I think he is because he was sixteen and one before the fight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like who huh? beat him, man? He was a Nigerian nightmare for a reason. <laughs> well, what? I don't know, but he certainly deserves to be the champ for sure. I, I, you know what though? I thought overall, I thought it was a success. I thought Dana White did a pretty good job, all things considered. Pretty much all the matches, except for the first match, in my opinion. We're all pretty entertaining, and they all went to limit. Yeah. Which was interesting. When's the last time that's happened in the USC card? Yeah, it's been a while, right? I know the last event I watched was that John Jones fight, and that fight was so boring, so so boring. Yeah, it wasn't good. It was like what Usman was doing in the corner, but for the whole fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The whole thing is yeah. so bad. But Let's you know hug what? It out, bro. Let's hug it out. <laughs> for only six days notice. Masvidal did pretty good, all things considered. I think Masvidal showed amazing in that fight. Like, so the only thing that Masvidal didn't have was the cardio. Like, you could tell he was fucking tired. Like, I remember what was the third round. He was in his corner, and like, it looked like Masvidal. He looked, he looked chill. He looked happy, smiling. But you could hear his breathing. It yeah, sounded like he got punched so hard in the gut. But like, he didn't get punched. It was just his cardio was giving out. But like. Even with his cardio down, Usman is a fantastic wrestler. It's one of the things that oh, for sure. put him on top. And Masvidal defended pretty much every takedown that Usman threw at him. So, like, if Masvidal can do that, I can't see if he were to work on his cardio and he gets another title shot. No, he he's should. He's going to have that belt. I'm, he should. He I'm should. They, you know what? They should give him another crack at it, for sure. If for no other reason than he, he whether... You know, they publicly say it or not, let's face it, he got he helped Dana White in a pinch, big time, with only six days' notice. Like, let's give the man some credit. So going back to the Holloway-Volansky fight. Uh-huh. So rematch happening? Do you I hope so. Get, like, I hope they get a rematch, 100%. For sure, it needs to happen, as far as I'm concerned. Like, cause Especially that... with the public outcry that's happened since. Yeah. If... There's no way. Like, Dana White's a moron if he doesn't fucking... You know, if he doesn't make it happen. If he's saying Masvidal can have another shot at the title, then freaking give Absolutely. him another shot, man. <laughs> Absolutely, because you know what? I, there's no reason why he wouldn't be able to. I'll say this. If there's a rematch, I'm going Holloway all the way because I think if he learned anything from this fight, that the next time he's going to make sure it's not close. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's going to probably come out guns blazing. You know what I mean? It's going to be interesting, right? So... But for sure. All right, I got one more, one more for fight talk. 
just interest some interesting I found out about UFC 251. So some guy in all his genius decided to bet two hundred thousand dollars on Masvidal that night, and he lost it. Oh! He he would have won six hundred and sixty thousand dollars, but he lost two hundred thousand dollars, man. Can you imagine? God imagine damn. watching that fight. Oh, because like he'd he be looked crying. Amazing. He looked amazing in the first round, and then second round, he's like, oh fuck no. Third round, he's like, oh no. Fourth, he's like, there goes my house. By the fifth round, he's just on the floor <laughs> yeah, crying, like, huddled in the fetal bro. position because he knows he's fucked. <laughs> like, fucked, it's over, you fucked up. You know, that's one of those, and that's the moment he realized he, he fucked, fucked up. up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, snap, there goes my bank account. <laughs> Fuck. You know, I will. I do want to ask you just one more thing. I thought it was pretty cool. I know without a crowd, you know, there's a different vibe, but I kind of like the fact that you could pretty much hear every smack, every hit. I thought that was kind of cool. I like how you can hear the corners, too. Like, usually you can hear the corners if they show you the corner, but, like, with no crowd, you hear them shouting. Oh, I I think think, it's amazing. I think Bisping said during the one fight, he's like, even though we have no spectators in here, there's definitely noise. (laughs) Like, it's just I thought it was great. Crazy. I just think that's a, you know, that that was really good. Yeah. I I don't want to say that I don't want to see crowds again, but you know what? I I would watch another card with no crowd because Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. Then you get the full you know effect. I found out how much Dana spent on Fight Island too. How much? One hundred million dollars. Jesus Christ! Wow. That's what he spent. That is nuts. He said it in uh, the press conference today. <laughs> wow. Man. See? He is going to have to use it as a resort and shit after just to make his like of money back. Well, they say they really like him in Abu Dhabi, so maybe it'll be his home. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. All right, anyways, people, that's it for this week for Fight Talk. Yeah! Exposed and bullshit! All right, so this week on uh, Exposing Bullshit. You ever watch the magician take a bite out of the quarter and then, puff, it magically appears whole again? Well, first off, that quarter's rigged. It's called a magician's quarter, and the top half of it folds. So obviously, when it looks like he's biting into it, he's really not. He's just folding it back. And then he holds it out in front of him, blows it a kiss or whatever the fuck the magician does, just releases his thumb. Bloop! It's so fast, right? You don't see it flip up. Also seen the magnet ones, where it's two pieces, it's magnetized, and you just kind of like spit it out. No, I don't think I've seen that one. That's a thing? Yeah, man, that's a thing. That one's pretty nuts. So yeah, so when you, they are if you make them out of metal. I was about to say, it's not a real quarter. Yeah. Can't alter money. (laughs) So that's exposing bullshit. Bullshit. Do you think you're smart? Do you really think you're that smart? I'll put it to the test, cause it's time for the quiz! The quiz! Last week on the quiz, we did Spider-Man. Here are the answers. I asked, what comic book did Spider-Man first appear? Answer, Amazing Fantasy number 15. 
Who was the first supervillain Spider-Man ever encountered? Answer, Amazing Fantasy number 18. He fought Supercharger, the living battery. What was... Isn't that also Jonah James' son? No. No, it's a different uh, character. I also asked, what was the first Spider-Man spin-off series? Answer, The Spectacular Spider-Man. Two, what color is Mary Jane Watson's hair? Answer, red. One, to answer your previous question, Budman. What super-powered being is also J. Jonah Jameson's son? Answer, Man-Wolf. This week on the quiz, Stan the Man Lee. So, I'm going to ask you. One, what was Stan Lee's real name? Two, Stan Lee would co-develop now-famous characters including Hulk, Iron Man, Thor, and the X-Men with which artist? Three, what is the Marvel method? Four, is the correct spelling of Spider-Man with a hyphen? True or false? True or false? Was the Hulk's original color supposed to be gray? Next episode on the quiz Marvel Comics. So, the NHL has released its schedule for the qualifying round matchups in the 2014 playoff. Following the ratification of the new collective bargaining agreement and return to play protocols, so, the Carolina Hurricanes and New York Rangers will kick things off in Toronto on August 1st, while the Blackhawks and Edmonton will open in Edmonton. Uh, the times haven't been set yet. But either way, you know, there's going to be at least over 2,000 people watching. To like, Well, yeah, a lot of people will be watching for sure. Uh, the qualifying round, by the way, is scheduled to be completed in 10 days, which means that's a lot of hockey in 10 days. That is a lot of hockey with the days. With the 16-team postseason slated to begin August 11th. So, that's how that's going to go. So, that is interesting. That is good news. It's nice that we're getting sports back. Yep. Uh, interesting enough, by the way, Calgary Flames defenseman Travis Hamanick I uh, informed the team that he's opting out of the NHL's play-in tournament due to uh, family concerns, the club announced on Friday. Uh, he is the first player to opt out of the restart. Of course, though, anyone wishing to opt out can do so without punishment if they inform their team by Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern. So I wow. thought that was interesting. Because there were a few players that were uh, that was a concern. So we'll see how many more that uh, do it before Monday happens. So, the Hockey Hall of Fame announced it will be reopening its doors. Nice. This Wednesday coming up. They have been closed since March 14th due to the corona pandemic. Uh, they plan on a 70% reduction in capacity. Will be implemented and all guests will be required to wear a mask while inside. Uh, visitors will be permitted to have their picture taken with the Stanley Cup, but will not be allowed to touch the trophy. Makes Isn't that sense normal? to me. And by the way, speaking of the Hockey Hall of Fame, the 2020 Hockey Hall of Fame induction ceremony is scheduled for now 
for November 16th in Toronto, but we will see as time goes on. Who's getting inducted into it? Uh, this year, uh, Jerome McGinley. He is, which is his first year, actually, that he qualified. But that was kind of a no-brainer, I think, for most people. And then uh, Marion Hosa, Kevin Lowe, finally, Kim St. Pierre, and Doug Wilson. And Ken Holland is going in as a builder. Let me try it again. And Ken Holland is going in as a builder. Nice. So, actually, it's a pretty good lineup this year. Also, the NHL has assigned teams to hotels already, according to Bob McKenzie uh, from TSN. Are they going to like to be stuck in the hotels? So, the Eastern Conference's top five teams will stay at Hotel X in Toronto, which is located on the Canadian uh, National Exhibition Grounds, where there will also be a 40-acre campus-like village for the players. Uh, Players uh, that will be staying there will be... uh, Players that are on teams from Boston, Tampa, Washington, Philly, and Pittsburgh. The remaining teams will stay uh, at the Fairmount Royal York in downtown Toronto, which is located uh, like five minutes from uh, the arena over there where they're going to play. So that will be Carolina, New York, the Islanders, uh, the Leafs, Columbus, Florida, the Rangers, and Montreal. And then in the West, obviously... Uh, the JW Marriott in Edmonton, which is connected to their, uh, their arena, St. Louis, Colorado, Vegas, Dallas, Edmonton, Nashville will be staying there. The rest will be staying at the Sutton Place Hotel, which is just five minutes from that arena as well. And that's Vancouver, Calgary, Winnipeg, Minnesota, Arizona, and Chicago. So players are expected to travel to their hub cities on July 26th, where they will, uh, Report and begin to get ready for the qualifying rounds. That will happen. So, good news. Oh, one more thing. I guess I should bring up, because some of you might be Devils fans. Uh, Lindy Ruff is a head coach again in the NHL. He just got hired by the New Jersey Devils. Uh, The club also removed uh, uh, the interim tag from general manager Tom Fitzgerald, so he is now the actual general manager. So, that's it for this week for Hockey Talk. That's history! July 4th, is, July 4th is not the real American Independence Day. It is actually July 2nd, because this is when the Second Continental Congress in Philadelphia actually voted to approve a resolution of independence. July 4th, though, is when the Congress adopted the official Declaration of Independence And most didn't even sign that fucking thing until August. That's history. Corona's world. So, it's now time for our weekly Corona numbers. Okay. Hello. Bring me up something. Give them a little speech there or something. Canada right now. We have 108,155 mofos with Corona. In Quebec. Because I always like bringing them up. There are 56,621 cases. In Ontario, there's 36,839. And uh, Budman's favorite, Alberta, is 8,826. They are your favorite. I don't care what you say. You always tell me to bring them up. It's just because look at their job. Yeah, we know your story. We've heard it (laughs) last week and maybe the week before. Ah. 
Hail to the chief, the United States. Three million four hundred seventy-nine thousand three hundred and sixty-one. I'm not even gonna get into the deaths and the recovered. I don't. You don't want it. Whatever. Moving on. New York. New York. Four hundred twenty-eight thousand three hundred and three cases. Damn it! They've had thirty-two thousand four hundred and forty-five fucking deaths. It's only estimated to rise within the next three weeks. Oh my! California, way to go! Nice jump on you, you fucking boneheads. Three hundred thirty-six thousand and thirty people. That's a bit of a rise from last week. Let's get to something sensible like Hamilton. Good lord! There are. 866 cases, 797 of them are resolved, and there are 44 deaths in Hamilton. That death number hasn't rose in a while. That's good. It's been 44 for a bit. The point of this, well, Corona ain't going anywhere yet. It's still fucking here. That's the point. Health officials have just come to the fact that we should just learn how to live with it. It's easier that way. Literally, that's what's becoming like. It's just easier. So... I'm assuming between now and till the end of time, we will be doing Corona's World every week now. <laughs> but until next week, stay safe, stay healthy. By God, all cracky, don't get Corona. So it's time for random bullshit. We have Pete Jones here. Anyways, Trump commutes longtime advisor Roger Stone's prison sentence. So, good old President Fucknut Trump on Friday commuted the sentence of his longtime friend and advisor, Roger Stone, sparing him from prison after he was convicted of lying under oath to lawmakers investigating the Russian interference in the 2016 U.S. election. And I quote, Roger Stone has already suffered greatly, the White House said in a statement. <coughs> well, isn't that nice? It's not who you know. It's who you blow, buddy. <coughs> Telling you. Yep, they said he was treated very unfairly, as were many others in this case, and now this motherfucker is a free man. He's 67 years old, by the way. Wait, so what did he do? Like, what did he do to get into prison in the first place? He said something Why about... Interfering with yes. the 2016 oh, what, the election? U.S. elections. Oh, Oh, shit, yeah, no wonder he'd be in jail. You know, the one that uh, his buddy uh, won. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. Trump just let him out. Yeah, Trump was like, you know what? He suffered enough. (laughs) He helped me get in, and he suffered enough. That's fucked. What's next? Is he going to start letting all of his buddies out from, like, high school and shit? He's like, you know what, man? You gave me that gram of weed way back in, like, grade 11. You hooked me up with that chick that one time, man. <coughs> you can get out. Here, you're pardoned. I just wanted to bring that up. You've only killed two people. <laughs> I just wanted to bring that up. That's terrible. Terrible. Like, what's next? Is he going to start releasing people for corona? Or imprisoning people because they have corona? What if that's what comes next in the United States? Oh, the United States, they have a lot of issues. But anyways... Too many issues. Yeah, and they're just getting worse and worse. And now their <laughs> dollar is slowly starting to go down. Yeah, well, the economies are crashing, man. What if the Canadian dollar ends up being the world dollar? 
was on par with the United sure States either. dollar for a while. I think uh, the way they're going, it's going to happen, man. Their dollar's going to be worth nothing pretty soon. The, the rate they're crashing, going, man. Corona, all these fucking floods. Oh, no, it's not even Wait, just fire, Corona though with those guys down the there. The apocalypse, man. They got lots of shit going on Every down month, there. Corona is just I fucking swear. That's just like China once again with their fucking diseases. The fucking bubonic plague again. God damn. There's been one case in China, well, one suspected case. See, here's another problem I got. In Ottawa, right? Now the police apologize after a white woman calls 911 on a black man in the park. That's right. Basically, this bitch called 911 on a black guy in a park, leading the operator to tell the man that basically he's intimidating the woman. Is this what we're coming to? Really? Is this Canada or the fucking United States? What the fuck? What, what, because the guy's black, he's sitting in a park? Can't sit in a park anymore. Well, white woman goes crazy, better call the cops. Did everybody forget about segregation and slavery? Because, like, if we don't learn from our mistakes, we're bound to fucking repeat them. It's pathetic, is what it is. It is. The world should be past this shit. Like, it's fucking bullshit. It really is. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't understand it. I see shit like that, and it's like, really? Really? Like, this is Canada for fuck's sakes, people. Oh, you want to know what it is? It's just people that are like, well, I'm so bored. Fuck it. There's a movement? I want to join this movement. Seems like drama. And then they go on Facebook, and they post all this shit. And then when someone like is like, well, that's, you know, what the fuck? They have this huge hissy fit, and it's just hilarious to watch. The Silver Surfer is the mascot right now as well. Yep. He looks awesome. He's got cool Pops bobblehead. Mm-hmm. Standing on his board. Please tell me something interesting has happened to you guys this week, for fuck's sakes. This week, uh... It's gonna be a short, random bullshit. I don't know. We just watched a fucking storm that came out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, that was fucking nuts. Yeah, hail and everything, oh, man. Yeah. Fucking just, hail. Like, man. It literally just 42 degrees or some shit today, this morning and crap. Hotter than ball sacks, and then it hailed. And, like, I was out there barefoot on the porch, you know? And, uh, yeah, I, I was stepping on barefoot, the hail. Barefoot, not pregnant. <laughs> I was stepping on this hail, and it's literal frozen. Like, it's cold as fuck. And it stayed there. It's not like it melted right away. The rain was cold as fuck. It was just weird. This is where it came out of nowhere. It looked like a fucking hurricane. It took a branch off the tree down the street. Here from the studio. Oh, yeah. I watched the rud go... Er, <laughs> thank God for editing. I watched the road go from, like, no water to fucking a lake in a matter of, I don't know, a minute? Minute and a half? Two minutes? Oh, yeah, it doesn't take it's ridiculous. long. Toronto just got flooded by that shit. Yeah. Over the past two days, they've just been getting hit. Well, on the upside, this is Friday now, the 10th. On the upside, after this rain, it's supposed to rain a shitload more. At least the temperatures are supposed to be good for the next five, six days. Fuck this heat wave. Yay, it's over. Couldn't come soon enough. It was crazy, too, when we were out on the porch with that storm, because literally by the minute, at one point, you could just feel the temperature just dropping and dropping. It was so nice. It was beautiful. I literally watched the rain come down the street, man. It was like a fucking wall. Like, I was like, oh, I think it's going to rain. And I poked my fucking head around the corner. Next thing I know, oh, look, there's the fucking rain coming at me like a goddamn <laughs> goblin. You know? 
Like a goblin? Like a goblin. A hobgoblin? Yeah. You know, they or just, just a goblin. No, you know, goblin. How they just come like fucking dashing at you as quick as possible. You know? And they're so quick. It's just like the... It's not a hobgoblin. You know? Is this from personal experience or yeah. things that you've seen on TV? No, this is from personal experience. Absolutely. I don't even want to get into that story. Anyways. Uh, first off, if there's anybody that's listening to this, I can't believe why you would be. But if you are, yeah. if you work at the dollar store, any Dollarama, because <laughs> they're all the same, I have a simple question. I know it's Corona, and I know fucking shit went sideways, but... What in the fuck is your goddamn problem? Every fucking goddamn dollar ram I go into, you cocksuckers, you don't fucking replenish your toy shelves. You let them go to shit. And then when you do refill them, you put garbage on your fucking shelves. Pissing me off. Making me fucking angry, Dollarama. Well, don't go to the fucking dollar store for toys. Yeah, Cocksuckers. There's an idea. Fuck you! <laughs> they have some neat shit sometimes. No, I hear you. As long as it stays in the fucking package. No. Cocksuckers. Dollar store shit. You can always take it out of the package. It's dollar store. Yeah, yeah I know, but, you know, it breaks really fucking easy. Well, take it out of the package for the purposes it. that I buy them for, they don't get used. Just yeah. get looked at. See that? Pissing me off. Just, just saying. If hey, hey, if any of you people, first off, do listen to us and work at Dollarama. First off, my condolences. I'm sorry. But if you do, and you have an explanation for this, where can they send me an explanation? Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, and our website at www.simplesite.com. Fuck Facebook. And all the fucking losers that use it. You use it. No. Budman uses it to put our show out on. I don't personally use it. Neither does <clears throat> Budman, really. Because I don't really consider that a personal use thing anymore. We've been on long enough and Spotify keeps letting us on. That's our 40th That's business. episode, man. That's business. What he does, what he does on Facebook, episode. I consider business. Not personal. So that's different. So no, fuck you. I do not yeah. use Facebook. It is your fortieth episode. Yes. Fortieth. Like as a the tenth of the second season, because for some reason we're crazy and we do seasons here. Anyways, yeah, it's part of our charm, and I'm not getting into it. Uh, Deal with it. Yeah. Anyways, you were gonna say. It's gonna say as an embodiment of the. Of the podcast. Like, if you were the podcast. Yes, you do, are. Do you feel old? <laughs> what? No. Fuck. 40 episodes is nothing. You want to know what that is? 40 episodes. Wait till we get up to, old. like... Wait till we get up to Joe Rogan numbers. Like then talk to me. a year old. Literally. What, 40? In podcast? I guess, yeah. What is it? It's like... Let's well, put this in do perspective. You feel, do you feel... On September 21st of 2020, we will officially be one year old. As of September 21st, 2020. Nice. Officially. We started this gig September 21st, 2019. And thank you, Spotify, because we're still fucking here. <laughs> and don't ask me how sometimes. Yep. Oh, you go back and listen. But since you brought it up. Still in the end of call. I guess I might as well make the announcement now, since you brought it up. Because we're nothing sacred. And we're egomaniacs and we're full of ourselves. The 50th. 
episode, which would be episode 20 of season 2. It's all about nothing sacred. Five fun facts, the quiz, that's history, all of it. Nice. All of it. It's all about us. At least for one episode, it's all about us. Nice. We're going to, you know what random bullshit's going to be that episode? Us just talking about the first 50 episodes. A retrospective, if you will. It'll be fun for us. Might be fun for you. If not, well, it's already been planned, so don't say you've been warned. Yeah, I'm in a fucking mood today, if you haven't noticed. So, where I work has just been like this month. It feels like they've been like Oprah, like, you know what, guys? It's hot out. We've, we've done Corona. You get money. You get money. You get money. You get a raise. You get a raise. Yeah, why are they giving you bonuses and shit? Yeah, man. gets more money. The tax man Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, man. I just got a raise, and then I just got a bonus, like, the next fucking day. Nice. So it was like, yeah. It's always good, man. It's always good. Bitch. So I'm just kind of waiting. Loading or I'm just kind of, no, waiting I'm, for the I'm, conclusion. I'm yeah. just kind of waiting for the other foot to drop, you know what I mean? Now we're getting oh. to the point. I'm waiting for them to just be like, you know what, you know, doing your job, you fuck fire. <laughs> you they know could. what I mean? You know what? Especially that yeah, that's what I, like, that's that, like, yeah. In that fucking wage, though. That yeah. place? Oh, for sure, man. They could give you a raise the next day, but you're fucking fired. But it's, it's nice, though, because, you know. Those jobs. Yeah. I got a fucking, I'm making money now, so. Well, that's good. Making good money. Good shit. But, uh, yeah, I'm just waiting for half of the staff to start disappearing because they're doing their jobs correctly or something. Yeah, it might happen. Now that we're actually getting what we were asking for. People, A lot of people are going to be looking for jobs here soon. Fucking, so, yeah. Hopefully there'll be jobs available. You know, I know before Corona, all them layoffs and shit, and a lot of people got fired and whatnot. Hey, so. man, you can come work where I work. Yeah, yeah, who knows, man? Who knows? You're on a completely different note. Dark side versus Silver Surfer, go. Dark side versus Silver Surfer? I feel like Silver Surfer would win. Do you? Why? Just because Silver Surfer's got crazy fucking power levels, and I feel like That's he true. win against Dark side. I thought you were on crack there for a second. Like, when he's I was got thinking, crazy like, it's, fucking it's, power it's, levels, man. If it's just Dark side, I'm sorry. Like, all I'm thinking is, I feel like Doctor Doom could take out Dark side, and I think Silver Surfer could take out Doctor Doom, so... I'd give it to Silver Surfer. It's a pretty good conclusion. Dr. Doom is a magical individual, and he meshes magic with technology. Yeah, well, that's that's why it's pretty dangerous. Like The guy took his own country, and it's keeping kept his own country. True. Dark side. Wait, wait. Can we just stop for a second and just dress up? Like, the whole world was like, you know what? We're just going to let him have no. it. No. No, he took on the whole world. Doctor Doom has literally taken on everybody in the Marvel Universe at one point or another. Pretty much. Anybody who's anybody, anyways. Yeah. A lot of, most of the first and second tier characters in that universe, for sure, has run into Doctor Doom at some point or another. He's just one of those fucking villains. Like, he just... I don't know. You could put him in a lot of scenarios, basically, that don't actually involve the Fantastic Four. That's why he kept his country. <laughs> He's just one of those guys, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, if you want to get technical, like, <laughs> they kind of did that in the DC Universe with so, Lex Luthor at one point. Yeah, he's a Superman villain traditionally, but you know what? He kind of got under everybody's fucking skin at one point or another. Yeah. Especially when he was president of the United States. So, 
he's kind of morphed into like Doctor Doom, kind of into a you know he could really get in anybody's so, face at any given time. Imagine this. Hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on. So Dark Side, that's what I was gonna say before I lose my train of thought again. Dark Side uses technology, right? But he uses futuristic technology. So. To say that Dr. Doom would kick his ass, I'm not so sure, but that if anything, if you just want to go power-wise and just the technology and resources that each guy has, I would say, if anything, it would very much probably come to a stalemate, to be honest. They're both kind of the same power level, to be honest. But they're both, you know, but but they have their own MOs and shit, obviously. But I'm just saying, from... The weapons and the technological standpoint that both use and the power levels that they have. I don't know, man. That's a that's an interesting scrap. It would be. But I still feel like the know. majority would be Doctor Doom. The problem with Doom though is is at the end of the day, Doomsday there is or sorry, Darkseid, there is fucking strength in numbers. And that is something that Darkseid has yeah. ultimately that Doctor Doom can get but not so easy as Dark Side. Yeah, he's not gonna get parademons either, right? And it's like, like, yeah, if uh, if Dark Side had the parademons and tried to invade and whatnot, then yeah, Doctor Doom probably probably get fucked. But but if you just want to go power-wise like, and technical technology and weapon-wise, yeah. I don't know, man. That's a pretty close fight. It would be. It would be. I'm still pretty confident, Doctor Doom, though. I love Doctor Doom though. He's one of my favorite villains right. of all time. And it's like Darkseid's like a not a fucking low key character either. Like he's a hardcore motherfucker, but I still feel like Doctor Doom you would see, take him. This is where Silver Surfer would have the same problem with Doctor Doom though. Hmm. You see, he has a lot of cosmic power and shit, and yes, I can fuck up Doctor Doom. Oh yeah. But much like you know, if he was in the DC universe. The magic gives him a big edge, especially when he can mesh it with technology. Yeah. That's Doom's big thing, right? Is mixing magic and technology, man. Yeah, he well. makes some crazy weapons, in, uh, dude. In the old crazy weapons. So, uh, I think Server, Yeah. at the end of the day, I think he could take either Doctor Doom or Darkseid. But, again, no. Much like comic book Fight Club, you would have to have the right environment and the right circumstances for that to happen, though, as well. Because otherwise, Silver Surfer may be fucked. Okay, so here's another scenario for you. Magneto versus the Hulk. I think that's happened. Here's the problem with Magneto, right? Here's the problem, even if you're the Hulk. The thing is, though, is he can... Or just the Avengers, Magneto. Like, the problem with Magneto... Iron Man's fucked. Right, is he's the power, he has the power of magnetism. Well, he's also proven that because of that power, he can literally pull the cells right out of your fucking body. Right, like, I mean, he could fuck yeah. you up internally. He pull like the iron out of business. your blood. Yeah. Yeah, true. Right, so this is the it's problem like with Magneto, bending, right? But for real, like, shit. Mutant blood bending. Yeah. Like, Magneto's got to be top 20 most powerful villains ever, probably, at least in my mind. Yeah. Like, that guy, it's crazy what that guy can actually fucking do with his power. It's fucking insane. And even his children are all high-level fucking mutants. Like, you're talking Polaris, who has her father's power. Yeah. Legit, straight up, the exact same power. 
right? So she's kind of like like Luke Skywalker, you know what I mean? And Magneto's like Darth Vader, but you know what I mean? Like it's it's like it's very close, right? So well, doesn't Polaris? And then there's Scarlet Witch well, and Quicksilver yeah. as well. So there are three high level fucking mutant motherfuckers that are direct seeds of fucking Magneto. Doesn't Polaris manipulate magnetic fields though? Oh, she does way more than that. Yeah, yeah, because Magneto controls the actual metal, where Polaris actually manipulates magnetic fields. Yeah, but she can do like Magneto can, can do, do that as well. But yeah, but it's can, basically all the same. Yeah, it's just a little all, different yeah, uh, way of doing so. The point is, is she's just as fucking crazy power level as her father. Oh yeah, like, oh yeah, like for sure. Potentially, it's another one of those scenarios where potentially she could even be stronger at the end of the day. So. You know, Magneto, man, he's a fucking powerful motherfucker. He does, he is, man. And, like, his bloodline is even fucking powerful. These are motherfuckers you just don't fuck around with. Like, Scarlet Witch, that is a powerful bitch. If you really, like, even in the movies, they didn't really do that character justice to what she can actually do. It's fucking nuts. Same. And Quicksilver is basically the equivalent of Flash in the Marvel Universe, yeah. for all intent purposes. So, in Flash, if you use his power right, he's a pretty powerful motherfucker too. So, but Hulk, here's the thing with Hulk though, and we'll get into this in Comic Book Fight Club after this segment. The problem with Hulk is one, for a monster that size, he is pretty, pretty fucking fast. And two, again, it doesn't matter who you are. If Hulk gets in on you, in close, you're fucked. If he can get a hold of you, you're fucked. You are up shit crick without a fucking paddle. And I don't care if you're Superman or fucking who the fuck you are. You, my my friend, are about to take a beating. I mean, a fucking beating. Absolutely, man. So, I'm sure they've done it in the comic books. I don't remember when I've seen it firsthand. But I would think, yeah, again, it would depend on circumstances and shit. But, I mean, hey, if Magneto can stay within a decent range away from Hulk, I'm sorry, poor Hulk didn't stand a chance at the end of the day. Even if Magneto doesn't fuck him up and pull the iron out of his blood, like, fuck, he could basically take a city and use it as an obstacle course and make Hulk run it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's not in Hulk's favor. No. That's what I'm saying. If it's long range, he can do long range attacks. Magneto, he's pretty hard for anybody to fucking beat. To be honest. Yeah. I feel like like anybody though. You, Hulk gets his hands on him. He's fucking. Oh, he's close. fucked. He's he fucked. Rip him in like, fucking half. That's the thing with Hulk. Man. Yeah. He gets his hands on you. It's it's pretty much fucking. You're it's done, son. Yeah. Like you have to be able. To, yeah, you pretty much have to be Superman to be able to take the fucking beating that he would put on you. So you would even live at that point. He beat, you know what he I mean? beat like, fucking Thor right to a pulp, man. Right to fucking submission. Multiple occasions. Hulk's crazy character. That's the thing. Oh, yeah, dude. I feel like as long as he had enough metal around him, he'd just be able to contain him. Well, that's what I'm saying. Either way, Magneto could stop him. Anyway, you look at it, right? Especially yeah. from long-range attack. Like, there's no way poor Hulk's fucked. Yeah. But... And saying that, if Hulk got him into a corner, holy fuck, Magneto, you're in trouble, son. Because I don't care what kind of fucking magnetic fucking force field you put up, you piss Hulk off enough, I'm pretty sure he's going to eventually smash through your bullshit. Yep. 
And, yeah, and if you can't fly the fuck away, man, at that point, all it's going to take is one hit anyways, and you're going to be obliterated. Like, legit. What, where'd Magneto go? Oh, he went all over the atmosphere this way and that way. Yeah. Like, fuck. Is that his ear? Good night. You know what I'm saying? Hulk's interesting, though. I've always liked that character. Though. I've had a thing about the misunderstood Although monster. Like yeah. I just like it because, man, our whole, like, society's made him. That guy could literally just walk up to a building, pull it apart, kill everybody inside, and put it back together. Put it back together oh, yeah. and fly away. Oh, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> he could make your fucking... He could just think hard enough and make everybody's cell phone explode. Think about what he did in all those X-Men movies you watched, that character, Magneto. Yeah. Regardless who's playing the part. Like, in a lot of respects, they pretty much nailed it. But in some ways, they've only hit the tip of the iceberg with his power, really. Like, well, like they showed what, yeah. you know, the most common things that he would probably yeah. do on a regular basis. But really. In the X-Men like, apocalypse there, man. When apocalypse? When apocalypse fucking... You know, There's he produced him and shit, and he was like, started pulling at the metal of the planet and shit, wiping everything clear, like, no shit, Magneto could actually do that. That's, that's now, uh, and, and potentially, that's not yeah. even his limit. No, not by any means. Like, that's scary. The Apocalypse is another motherfucker here. Oh, he's a fucker too, man. Some else. The so-called first mutant, quote-unquote. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's actually 100% proof in the Marvel canon or not, but that's the claim anyway. Whether that's actually true or not, only Marvel knows. And maybe they've revealed it. I don't know. I don't keep up with the comics, but yeah. the point is, is we'll say that's his claim for now, Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, he's an interesting motherfucker, too. Powerful. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. Yeah, he has a little <clears throat> bit of a different agenda, too, than some other supervillains you think of. Yeah. You know, he's not, yeah, he's crazy and he's fucking power hungry. But again, though, if you look at it from his perspective, he's just trying to do basically the same thing Magneto is, only in a really fucking much more dramatic fucking fashion. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's kind of the same end game, really. You know, it's just two totally different ways of going about it. Yeah, sure. Maybe they got there, you know, to the same place in a different a different road, but it all led to the, basically the same idea. Yeah. At the end of the day, right? Like, you know, mutants are superior. They're the fucking bean and fuck everyone, basically. Here's one for you, bud, man. Rick Sanchez versus the Hulk. Rick. You think so? <coughs> Ow. Lay it out for me. Okay, so here's what's going to happen. So turn into the Hulk. Rick's going to be like, so, this is how you do that? Checked himself with some Hulk serum, <laughs> make himself ten times stronger, and kill him. Or you think that's what happened? Or or yeah. Rick could just make some weird weirdo or, fucking. Or he'd shoot a portal weapon. halfway and cut him off. Yeah, he's making, Rick just yeah, cut him in half. Know, Rick flies away. Five seconds later, comes back with a cure. Or even better, Rick goes in his trunk, pulls out his lab kit, quickly makes a cure. Shoots all the way. Turns them, forces yeah, them like, to turn back to Bruce Banner. There's so many things. There's so many scenarios Rick Sanchez could do. Like, okay, okay. He's a god. Rick Sanchez versus Xavier. No, no, I had a better one. Just so then that way, at least he can keep up to Rick Sanchez's bullshit. Yeah. Rick Sanchez versus The Flash. 
at least then the Flash can kind of keep up with Rick's bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least he's fast enough. Rick can open a portal, go to do something in the future, come back five seconds later, but Flash might already followed him, fucked him up, and come back. You know what yeah, I mean? But, Flash but here's the thing with that. He just stopped time. Who? Rick? Yeah. Can't move if you're frozen in time. Touche. Ah, uh, but does the speed force count in that equation? Cause Unless he jumps not. into the speed force when he freezes time, he's frozen. I'm saying if he doesn't do it in the speed force, I'm not sure that would actually affect the speed force itself, is what I'm saying. Uh, I think it would affect like, I think it would As affect a human Flash. being, like, probably. It would probably be stopped with everything else. Maybe. You know? It would be like that Maybe. episode when he did like, freeze he time. He might still be moving up. very, very, very slowly well, I'm saying because of his speed. the speed force itself. I'm not talking about Flash. But, uh, I don't think the speed force would freeze. I don't freeze, think he but... could freeze the, the speed no, force. No, no, but he wouldn't need to. No, he wouldn't I guess need to. He'd be able to freeze the Flash. Yeah. And that's it. Okay, Rick Sanchez versus Batman. Rick wins. What's Unfortunately, the Rick I don't know. Thing? I don't know. I was looking at that fucking Batman. Rick Batman's prepared, and I was no, like, you know what? Same universe. You know what? He's not. He's not a god. Wonder what would happen. That's just, just ridiculous. You know the out. Do you? Well, I'm sure someone could beat him. Who? I don't know. Who could beat him? Exactly. You don't know. He's a fucking god. <laughs> okay. What about? He he gave snakes legs. Okay. When you give snakes fucking legs and then threaten other snakes, <laughs> you're a god. A very <laughs> shitty god. Okay, well. But you have godlike powers. I guess you can't take anybody or nobody can take him out there. Okay, we'll come to that conclusion. What about Darth Vader? What about him? Could he take out Rick? Honestly, I believe the Silver Surfer could do it. You think so? Well, we got a lot of belief in the Silver Surfer. I know, right? Go mascot. He is awesome, and he's on a board. He's a bobblehead. He's a pop. Looks awesome for ten bucks. Look fuck. awesome. For the low price of ten dollars. You know what? I've seen a few figurines of the Silver Surfer. They all suck. Yeah. It took a pop to find something that actually appealed to me, Silver Surfer wise. So far, that's sad in a way. You know what? Hey, Hasbro, make better fucking figurines of Silver Surfer, bitch. Might I don't know, man. Buy one. I don't know, man. Pops always got fucking great I pops. I love Pops. I got Pops all over this fucking room. In various spots. I love fucking Pops. I got a soft spot for the men. I think they're awesome. I don't and know. The they fact just that their boxes are like stackable. Yeah, they just mm-hmm. appeal to me. Even though they're done in mass fucking production. And really, out of all my Pops, to be honest, there's only one actual rare one I have. And that's the Moon Knight. Truth be known. Because it says right on the damn box it's limited edition. But really, the rest of my pops, they just, they're all the same. I mean, that's the thing about pops. That's why I don't feel bad yeah. taking them out of the boxes. Because most of them, 95% of them are so fucking mass produced. Yeah. Like, they're, it's <laughs> doesn't matter if it's in a package or not. It's all going to be worth the same because it's a damn pop. <laughs> but, you know what? They're like Hot Wheels, right? I mean, 90% of them are mass produced, but then you have that 10%. You know what I mean? Where, for some reason, they're either in limited edition or they're not mass-produced. They're the motherfuckers that are valuable. But really, out of all the pops that I still have in their packages in this room, really, the only one where it would be a crime to open it would be the Moon Knight, quite frankly. Because the rest of them, they're just all mass-produced shit anyways. See, the okay, I got beside me a pop. Yeah, Better Call Saul. 
Jimmy McGill before he saw Goodman. That's the thing, too, with Pops. They do everything. That I was just going to say. If I can find a Jimmy McGill pop, you know what? You can pretty much find any kind of pop, really. Yeah, I think he's man. awesome. I don't take him out of the package only because I like the like, package. If it's a pop, but I mean, show, it's cartoon, not in the package book, because I think whatever. it's valuable. It's just I it's just like, like the package on it. It's like the Better Call Saul logo. I think that's what it yeah. is. It's a fantastic logo. Yeah, it made pops thing. And a fantastic ridiculous. fucking show. I might say, I might add, I watched all five fucking seasons. There's one more. What? The Better, Better Call Saul. Saul. Yeah, there's one more. I've watched them all so far, and if you love Breaking Bad, then obviously you've watched El Camino, and you watched fucking Better Call Saul, because it's fucking an amazing fucking show. I fucking yeah, can't wait show. every year till it comes out. Bob Odenkirk is amazing as Saul. They have such a great cast, though. Michael Mando, Canadian, everybody, even though he plays Nacho on the show and he looks like he's Hispanic, he's actually Canadian born. Anyways, so one for us, great actor too, by the way, amazing fucking actor, love that character. Anyways, I digress. So I ordered some weed. Did you? Yeah. From? Well, not even weed, actually, some premium key. From? From uh, Herbalife. Express. Express. Not you know, when you look online, you have to put in Herbalife yeah. Express or it comes up fucking Herbalife, the nutrient but, uh, fucking company. Yeah. So, I got this crystal, and you know how Herbalife Express comes with a fucking free, like, gram or point five and yeah. a muffin, right? Yeah, they always give you that sample. So, I'm looking at the weed, and then I look at these four little jars that they gave me. And it literally looked like they just put weed in four jars. But obviously you got to break the shit up a little bit. See it? Yeah, it kind of looks like that. Would you like to describe it? The keef is in the bottom of the jar. It is a light, light green with the small bits of white through it. That's how you know it's the trichomes. It is compacted into small, dense, tiny balls from sitting in the container and being rolled around ever so slightly for several days now. It looks like it has a nice, nice look. It smells delicious, and it smokes absolutely wonderful. This has been your narration and your description from Pete Jones. No, that was fantastic. Go find some narration music for that. <laughs> Want to do a skit this week? <laughs> yes? No, maybe... Yes, yeah, I can smile. Very nice. Doesn't matter, man. We'll just have you do your crazy voice. It doesn't matter. We'll figure it out. So You're going to start doing all our commercials and promos, I swear to fucking Christ. No, seriously, man. That Fight Club, that opening fucking comic book Fight Club promo that you did that we're now using, that thing is fucking crazy. And I'm telling you, I could listen to Napoleon Against the Bunnies all night long. That was... Fucking awesome. Yep. Just hippity hop, there. hippity hop. Sorry. That was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Good <laughs> stuff. So, you know how it's been hot as fuck yeah. last week. Dying! I think I finally burned. Yeah, the you Last look, day of the heat burned. wave. Yeah, you look kind of lobster-like. The last day of the fucking yeah. heat wave. By the way, so the listeners... No, you motherfuckers. Budman used to have this crazy fucking fro thing happen. Now, he's completely cut his hair. And thank God right now in this studio he's wearing a hat. 
Because if he wasn't, I'd probably keep looking over at him thinking, who the fuck is this guy? Man, my boss... Bet you feels better, though. My boss thought I was someone... Really? Didn't know who the fuck I oh, was. Oh, it totally changes your look, <laughs> man. Totally. He Seriously. thought I was like a temp or something. Like at That's first joke. glance, it totally changes your whole look. Not that we can describe it to you here, but trust me. Changes his whole fucking look. <laughs> no. Let's not describe yep. man. He is By a four-foot elephant with pink and purple polka dots. <laughs> the so-called corner of shame. Yeah. See how I put all the turtle shit together? You happy now? <laughs> it looks like it's, you know... A I don't know. Does that better? Why? I feel like after we said that, you were like, you know what? You know what? I gotta put stuff in this corner now. So <laughs> it's not the corner of shame. Still. Where did you move the shameful stuff? Uh-oh. You said it was shameful. <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck? I don't understand. It's just it's up odd. higher. Oh, yeah. it's up higher. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking with no, you. We're just we're just screwing with you, man. We love, I just we love to Snoopy. Point that shit out. Yeah, what's wrong with Snoopy, motherfucker? He doesn't like Snoopy. Yeah, I got a couple Snoopies up there. Yeah, I think... I got Pokemon yeah. in here. I'm fucking... Fuck. It's just a cavalcade of toys. It's Mario. Mamma mia. To me, a Mario, yeah. Yeah. I have that Donkey Kong Pez dispenser. Thank God you don't move often, eh? Oh, dude. Yeah, I... It'd be a whole fucking, like, week process. I bet if we had to, we could clear this room out in a day. It'd take a day. Especially because you'd have to pack everything properly. You just can't throw them in fucking yeah. boxes. If the if the studio you know was on fire, bubble wrap I would need. If the studio was on fire, you bet you'd take me like five minutes to clear everything out oh, of this room. Oh fuck! I already have things targeted. If there's legit a fire at this house, legit the things that are being thrown out this fucking yep. window. Straight out the window. One guy in this room. One guy on the roof. One guy on the lawn. Go. I even have a time, man. If I time it right, five minutes. I can get the 20 pieces that I need out of here. 20 pieces? Fuck that. I can get everything out of here. Everything. Just start... Just get, everything's all tacked, man. You just rip, start ripping shit off the wall. Packaging, Fucking. motherfucker. Well, yeah, dude, but it's burning. Obviously, you get the stuff that's, like, sitting on the shelves and stuff first, you know? And then you go for the stuff on the walls. And then the floor caves in. No. Nope. And you die. No. Nope. There are 20... you pay attention to that. In my mind, there are 20 must-have pieces... They would have to be the first things thrown at her. I would have a hissy fit. But I'm not going through them all. You can look around and figure it out for yourself. Maybe Do one time when I'm bored. you put them like bored, cinematically near the window? Yeah, some of them are actually. Yeah. There are... Let me count for a second. One, two, three, four, five. Five things just around the window. I would be... I'm chucking out that window. One of the first things I'd be chucking? right behind you, there's a few things. Most of the stuff, I'll be honest with you, I would be chucking at the window. Would be the stuff in that uh, on the shrine. Honestly, There's a lot of bad first, uh, shit on that. First thing shrine. I'm chucking at that window is that book right there. The R.I.P. one where fucking Damien dies. Why? Yeah, that's on the list. First thing I'd be fucking hum chucking at that window, man. That's on the list. That's like very list. delicately and carefully be. Because it's in mint condition. Oh fuck yeah! It's Batman Incorporated number eight, and it kills. It's monsters. But yeah, most of it is actually, I would say half of the shit I'd be up chucking out of the window would be Batman shit. That book would be one of them. There's a spot in Toronto, actually, that you can go in and fucking get them sealed, eh? And what, graded? 
I don't know about graded, but I know you can get them sealed. No, if I'm going to do that, I want to get that thing graded. Well, I'm sure we can get it graded. Well, not right now. Corona's on. But well, obviously, but... Um, that cat sure, man, you could probably still do it. Legacy edition, that one would be one of the items you'd be at chucking window. Yeah. Because I've never seen another one. Don't worry. Alfred will be getting hum chucked. <laughs> uh, somewhere here. Point being, yeah, there's... Uh, that two-faced, yeah, it's a tossed at the window. That cookie jar, very delicate top. It's actually my favorite piece. Has been for years. There's lots of sentimental bullshit, but anyway. Yep. Okay, according to the clock I'm looking at, you gotta at least help me out here for 14 more minutes. Give me something. 14 minutes. You can fill 14 more minutes, can't you? It's all masking. So my kid went and got his shots the other week. Oh, yeah? Did he have rabies? Kids what? would be scary if they got rabies. So, <laughs> Matt, so he, he gets He's the first one. one. He gets the first needle in the one leg. Doesn't do shit, right? Doesn't do shit. Yeah. Just looks at me. He's like, Thanks. and I'm like, oh, this is going to be easy, man. They stick the second one in, and he's like, you're a monster. You're killing me. I can't believe this. What's <laughs> wrong with you? It was hilarious. <laughs> it was like, this is payback. <laughs> for you waking me up. I even told the nurses that. They're like, oh, this is always so horrible to watch. I'm like, maybe for you. I'm like, I want a horrible father, but it's kind of payback for him waking me up. Oh, that's awesome. I can't right? beat him. Like, I can't uh, beat him. Not yet. He's too small still. So, that's like child cruelty. Yeah. Apparently. Apparently. So... Was not feeding Take the legal abuses when you can get them, right? No comment. Okay, now you got 12 yep. minutes. Tell me, give it to me, you motherfuckers. You so, can't handle 12 minutes. I can't handle 12 minutes. I think you can't handle 12 minutes. 12 I always minutes. do most of the talking here. What do you... Yeah, well, there you go. Are you, are you, are you one of those people that fart in a car? I am. I am absolutely one of the, if I'm in a car and I see that no one has the windows down and it's hot, like straight up hot. Oh, and, man. And they're, like, and they're like, yeah, yeah, no. You're an asshole. I'm putting the window down. I'm like, yeah. I'll, when I take cabs, when I ride in the cab, I fart in the cab. Oh, and you motherfucker. You know what? You know what? I'm never all taking time, a cab man. with you again. You know what? That's Funny. just kind of a courtesy thing in Hamilton, I think, because you know it what? makes the cab smell better than what it smells like it's when you get even, into it. It's not even the fart that's funny, though. It's watching. No, farts are funny. It's oh, watching absolutely. it with but when, from... Yeah, it's watching for when it hits someone. Because once it hits someone, they make that face. They're like, ugh. So we were yeah, we were thinking like, we were thinking Pete Jones. We were yes we were we were thinking the other day we'll have you go out and ask women why they have so many shoes. Yeah, what's up with that fucking shit? And what's up with the shoes. Yeah, you why know. do bitches have so much clothes and shoes, man? That they're lucky half of them if they wear them once. Like what the fuck? Like why? Why men? We'll throw on whatever fucking pair of shoes we have. Yeah. Which is probably only one or two pairs, the average guy. And we go do our shit. Like, like literally, we probably, most men have, like, a pair of boots. Ridiculous. And a pair of shoes. Yeah. A pair of shoes and maybe a pair of, like, rain boots. Yeah, so I wanted to hear from the horse's ass, per se. Uh, what the fuck is up okay. with that? Yeah, I'll just go around and I'll go ask women. Uh, but I'll be make like, sure your I'm... microphone's on a six-foot 
stick. Yeah, stick. I'll get a selfie stick. Yeah, social yeah. distance. Right? I'll go around and I'll ask them the I'm, that I'm doing a survey, you know, and I'll ask them how many pairs of shoes that they own first. And I'll be like, why do women buy so many shoes? You doing know? a survey for nothing sacred podcast. How many shoes do you own? Yeah, man. And feel free to be profane. And ask, you like, know, please, more questions. Feel free so. to say, you know, yeah. the F-bomb if she really wants. We won't hold it against her. While you are doing this survey for me in this interview, you have to say fuck in every other word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make up some crazy Yeah, just make up stupid it. rules. Yeah. yeah, nothing too offensive, though, they're, they're chicks. Unless you find that awesome chick who's like, scratches herself, farts, and goes, I don't give a fuck. Then, then you got somebody great to talk to. <laughs> I don't even care if she owns fucking shoes. You find a bitch like that. That'd be fucking awesome. That's jokes. Make sure That's you the ask. That's point. It'd be jokes. Well, I can do that. That's the point, man. Sure find a homeless point. woman and ask her why she has so many shoes. Why do you have so much shit in your fucking cart? And then she pulls out a fucking homemade shank. Made out of fucking tree bark and tries to fucking shank you with it. I'll sit there. I'm Leon Footstool. <laughs> Jesus. Yep. Leon in real life shanked. Leon Footstool. I love that character. He's fucking awesome. Yeah, he's cool. We should do something with Leon this weekend. Yeah, man. It's been a few weeks. Wow! <laughs> you know, it's funny. We were talking about this Bud Man and I, right, the other week. How we're slowly... After, you know, a season and a quarter now, we're slowly trying to make up this fucked up universe where all our it's dumb so little skits all connect and all the characters kind of intertwine. You know, I think that's awesome about us personally, <laughs> but we were just talking about that the other day. Fuck, man. You know, just thinking back, right? To, you think about it. Okay, we have Leon Footstool, Wink Dinkerson. Moses. Oh, good old Moses. For twenty four ninety nine. Coffee cup killer. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, of course, we always have Diabolical Dave. I can't yeah. do it. You're Diabolical Dave. Mr. Nice Dave. Guy. It's a perpendicular cutter. Yeah. Mr. Nice Guy. She lived. I don't want to hear about it anymore. She lived. She lived. <laughs> yeah, I, she hit a bus, okay? Get over it. She lived. That, that's all Mr. Nice Guy has to say about that. Anyways. Yeah, we've had some fucking... You, you they think all about just it. intertwine. I think it's kind of awesome. The guy who can talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All those guys that were at that meeting, all the villains, and the guy thought it was an AA meeting. All those secondary and third-tier characters. I lines in perfectly straight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, we're trying to be like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. All these characters live in one universe. On the audio. Yeah, we're the Marvel. No, we are. We're like those old-time radio plays before they had TV and they used to do shit in the radio. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing sacred, audible universe. That's right. Man, could you imagine being like a kid back then? Waking up being like, ooh, Saturday morning cartoons. I was, on motherfucker. Radio. <laughs> oh, not Fuck the off. radio. I was about to say, that's crazy. Turning on I the radio. Or like, I thought you were about to ditch Saturday like, morning cartoons, motherfucker. The morning cartoons. Fucking turn on the radio and it's like, do, 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 do. You know, like fucking 
When I was just a kid. Just sit there and look at it and listen to it. Just picture, like, descriptive radio. When I was a kid. Very descriptive radio. <laughs> when I was a kid. And I know your father, you motherfucker. I'm telling you. When I was a kid, this is how it used to go. Okay? You'd wake up in the morning before school. You'd watch The Mighty Hercules. Nice. And you'd watch Inspector Gadget. Nice. And you'd get your ass out the door. Terrible. You'd go to school. Be terrible. Then when you come home from school, right? You get home just in time to watch, like, fucking... What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Why are you making hand gestures, bud, man? Sorry. Pete Jones was speaking sign language, so... Yeah, I, I started I speaking speak. sign language. Okay, anyways. Premium Keith. Anyways. Because this was literally called Keith. That's what I purchased. Like Alexander Keith. Keith. It's Keith. Keith. Okay, we're getting off track here. Keith. Okay, hey! Hey, focus! Focus. We're almost done this segment. Focus. I mean, I think it's been 12 minutes. Almost, man. Focus. So, I'm focused. Are you so focused? I watch Hercules and fucking Inspector Gadget go to school, come home in the afternoon, watch a show, awesome show called Battle of the Planets. Then you watch the Smurfs. Nice. Because the Smurfs were on. I fucking love I the love Smurfs. the Smurfs, too. The Smurfs are great. Yeah, man. And then you watch some Scooby-Doo. And then you'd have your dinner. You go through that routine all week. And then on the weekend, what was the big fucking cartoon you were waiting to see every Saturday? Scooby-Doo. No, man. Thundercats. And He-Man, back in my day, they were the big fucking... Saturday morning, they were the they were the cartoons you got up on Saturday morning for. You know what I'm saying? See, my generation. Tell YouTube fucked all that. That shit was much music. I remember watching fucking Thundercats. I remember watching Thundercats. It's, that's a fucking great show. That's a old show, <laughs> man. But it's fucking Gargoyles was another one. When it came on, man, we all lost our shit. That was like 1985 yeah. or something. You should go back and watch that, because I know it's on Netflix, Gargoyle? and I'm pretty sure they have all the seasons. It's a fucking amazing I cartoon. I think I have seen it. Much I've watched music a lot of those fucking... really old cartoons, man. Do you remember when Much Music had music? <laughs> yeah, not anymore. What happened? They haven't had music for years. No. Now it's Much TV. I don't even know why they call it Much Anything. I don't know. Like, do you remember when you could flip that on and it was like, The Top 100 Countdown! <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's long over. I remember, now we're getting fucking personal, but I remember, man, when Much Music Black was and white first TV. formed. Man, when they first put that shit out in like 81 or 82, man, it was so <laughs> primitive. Oh, it was so fucking bad, too. But that, at least they were doing back then fucking music. But it was just video, rock videos and shit regurgitated over and over and over. Right, but I mean the thing is, at least it was fucking music based. And then somewhere in the mid '90s or so, I don't know what the fuck happened, but it slowly went from music to no music at all. Am I right? I don't watch much, so. Well, that's what it, I'm saying. It seemed like. Yeah. Well, nobody watch watches it. it much anymore. I used to watch <laughs> it a lot when I was a kid, man. But like nowadays, uh, you know, streaming streaming sites ruined ruined all that. Shit. 
No, streaming is the yeah. is the whole future, man. Like Hollywood yeah. needs to get with the program. Oh, one hundred percent. I don't I don't fucking have cable or satellite or whatever, man. So I'm saying so I got, I got oh, Netflix, Disney Plus, and a fucking you know the cinema store. That's, yeah. That's, yeah, there's a future. Whole, whole fucking TV right there, bud. Ain't gonna be satellite or cable boxes or any of that shit. It'd be strictly right off the internet, man. Streaming services. Fuck as it is, you can watch any fucking TV show you want anyways. Yeah. On streaming service and a good one, not Netflix Canada, but a good one fucking rolls their shit over constantly. Yeah, exactly. I got Funimation, too, actually, for watching anime shit. Is it any good? It's not bad if you watch a lot of, like, animes and cartoons right. and shit. Do they have normal shit on there, though? If it's animated, they probably have it. Uh. So, like, cartoons, fucking, all Sorry. that shit. <laughs> I want to end this random bullshit with a story from Pete Jones. You haven't given us a story in a couple weeks. You said you had lots of stories, man. <laughs> Let's hear one from Pete Jones. Even have an intro, right? Sure, we. Right. Stories with Pete Jones. So, stories, Pete Jones. So, one day when I was about 17 years old, I was still living with my parents at the time, kicking the back in their basement playing video games. You know, I smoked a lot of weed at the time. I had nothing else to do. I was in high school, right? So, I'm like, I went in the country, you know, small town, about 12 kilometers away. The next town over is 13 kilometers away. That's where my drug dealer was, and I was all out of weed. I'm sitting there, I'm playing video games. I'm wanting to get high, but I got no weed. So, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go get some weed. But, I got no money. So, I used to trade shit with my drug dealer all the time. I used to buy video games and crap off. And he used to sell them video games and crap. So, I'm looking around my room, and I'm like, damn. What can I what can I try to sell him? And I'm like, oh, I just beat this game, Fallout 3. Well, I'll pick it up and I'll go sell it to him. You know what? I'm sure he'll take it. I totally forgot I bought this game off him, but I took it anyways. So I'm walking, I'm hitchhiking down the street, get a ride, and now I'm in the first town. I walk through that town, I get a coffee, and I'm on my way to the, you know, the town after. 13 kilometers away. And like, oh my god, I must have walked, what, 5, 10 kilometers of that? Probably more. Like, it was it was a long journey. Got a ride, like, last ten minutes. What season? What season? Oh, it was dead of summer, man. Damn. Dead of summer. It was hotter than hell. I remember sweating bucks on the side, side of the road. Oh, yeah. But, like, luckily... Right? Luckily, I get there, right? And I got into town. Town's a really small town. It's one road, and you blink, you miss it, right? So I'm like, okay, let me off here. I go into my drug dealer's house. You know, he's a pretty cool guy. I go in. I smoke a bong with him, you know? I'm like, yeah, it's pretty good weed. I'll take some. He's like, okay, well, that, that'll be, uh, you know, ten bucks. I'm like, well, I, I don't have 10 bucks. I have this video game. He's like, I sold you that video game. I'm like, oh, shit. Well, do you want to buy back? It's a pretty good video game. He's like, well, I don't know. I'll give you five bucks. And I was like, well, I don't need five bucks. I need some weed. So can I get a point five? He's like, yeah, I'll give you a point five. Easy for that game. And I got a point five and I left. You know, said goodbye. I started walking. And, you know, usually I don't start hitchhiking until I get a little ways out of town, you know, until I get to the highway or something like that because then it's a straight stretch. But I got just decided to pull up my fucking thumb. This car goes by, right? It stops and immediately as it goes by just the biggest pungent of fucking weed and i was like wow is that me is that me my fucking weed smelling right and i'm like nervous to get in this car but as soon as i open the door cheech and chong fucking just billows of smoke out i get into this car and it's this old lady she's got hair like a crazy cat lady from fucking the simpsons movie it's white and in her hand while she's holding the steering wheel is one two joints neither one of them are lit she's got one joint lit in the other hand Baggy of weed in the console, fucking stack of joints in the middle of the seats. 
I get in this car, I'm like, damn, lady, that's some good weed. She hands me the joint, she asks me where I'm going, she drives me all the way home, all the way home, and by the time I got there, I was dickered off my ass, high as balls for three hours. Yeah, mind you, I just walked all the way there for a point five. That's dedication! Because, because I was jonesing, yep. Ironically, Pete Jones oh, yeah. was jonesing. Exactly. Yep, this lady was pretty cool, too. Yeah, she got me completely high, dropped me off at my door. Luckily, I had a side door to my room because my parents were not very she? happy. Oh, she was an older lady, man. She was like 60-something fucking years old. And, like, she's driving this car completely fucking stoned. We stopped at Timmy's just to smoke a couple of dubs. And, oh, yeah, it was fantastic. Can I end this story? Because I know your father. Can I end this story? Because I bet sure. you I know how this happened. He got home, he was mad as hell because he probably had 20 bucks in his pocket and something was going to go, I was going to get you to go to town to get me some weed. And you were like, ah. No. There's a story from Pete Don't bang on your neighbor's door. Tell them. Go walk down the street and tell the kid riding his bike. Go to the Tim Hortons. Tell them. <laughs> go to the stadium. Yell at the crowd and tell them. It's a comic. Four. Fight Club. Welcome to another edition of Comic Book Fight Club. We're here with Pete Jones. So, boys. Hello. Here's the deal. It's Exo Man of War versus Hulk. Let's roll and see what happens. Four. Oh, my God. It's on a rooftop. Jesus is right. Are they able to leave that rooftop or do they have to stay on that rooftop? It's a video game, man. Yeah, it's like a video game. It's like, uh... Hulk is fucked. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Cause I don't, oh, wait, uh, I guess he can leap. It's pretty close quarters, man, like, and man. he can leap. So, here's the deal. Exo Man of War versus Hulk. As usual, we'll give the floor to Pete Jones first, and then we'll do our semi-roundtable discussion. I feel like on a small rooftop. What do they have? Well, I know what do they have? It was small. Okay, well, on a roof... An average roof, large, I'd say. Large brick chimney. Yeah. Giant billboard. Yeah. Small water tower. Here's where it gets interesting. A helicopter. Well, Hulk can use all that to smash fucking Axel with. Like, and if fucking Hulk gets his hands on Axel, Axel's done. Like, Hulk would fucking obliterate him. Like, I feel like Axel has some pretty awesome weaponry. Hulk has regeneration and immunity to most things, so it's like... And vulnerability. Yeah, vulnerability. Oh no, man, his suit. You guys are kind of underestimating that. Like if, like that oh, suit protects him like, from yeah, wait, a lot of shit. Yet. Like yeah, and like if he's got some super fucking death laser in that suit, and I could blow a hole through uh, through Hulk. Does that exist? He's got a sword. He's got a sword. He's got shit. Well. Let's hear the EXO argument. I'm waiting for it. Yeah, you're the EXO expert. No, man. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. EXO gets fucked when he gets fucking close to Hulk, okay? Yeah, man. But far away, I believe EXO could fuck Hulk right up. Yeah. Yeah, man. Probably if he could keep his distance. Because you know? he has underestimated his suit, man. I don't give a fuck. He can throw a helicopter at EXO. EXO will take yeah. that fucking well, I don't helicopter. Think the objects mean anything. Like, the objects fight. don't mean no, fuck all really. in this fight. Except maybe distraction, you know? Yeah, like... Hulk throws the helicopter, Exo tosses it to the side, you know, Hulk's jumping in behind it, grabs it, and even, done. like... Tears him in two. That is a scenario, it but is. I could also... Also say Exo, if he could, he'd just fly straight up, even if Hulk leaps after him. 
sooner or later what must come up must go down. He gets a little distance between him and Hulk and then starts firing all his fucking weapons yeah. off. Hulk's in a little bit of fucking trouble. Well, Hulk's got he a... He can go either way there. Hulk's got a supersonic clap, man. So, like, if he jumps up after him while they're flying through the air, Hulk has a supersonic clap, knocks, you know, Exo Man of War through the air, tumbling now, and... Okay, here's the real question, though. Here, here's, 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 here's where it gets here's tricky. What if Exo, okay. the suit, just leaps off no, we determined on that, the Hulk? We determined that that can't happen. Because, yeah, we just leave that yeah, scenario yeah, to play. We just leave that All right. to play. The real question is, at the end of the day, does Exo Man of War possess a weapon? Yeah. That can stop Hulk. That's what it comes down yeah. to. Because 100%. if he doesn't, sooner or later, I don't know, man. He's, he's gonna he's get gonna, fucked he's up. Gonna get fucked. Even up close, man, he could last for a little bit. And sure, you he believe could. Believe his yeah. sword could fucking cut the Hulk. Oh, I'm sure. That he sword could cut is the Hulk. fucking. Oh, I have crazy. no doubt it couldn't. Because it's literally a piece of the armor. You have to get close enough to use it, though, dude. That's the hard part. Well, he even if he's in it. close, he was a Roman soldier, man. Like, even if he was in close with Hulk and stabbed him, you probably only get one shot. Yeah. Like, let's be realistic. You better make sure that you're in a position. I know you're playing a lot of what if here, but you're in the position for an instant kill shot. Because if you're not, you're fucked. Because then he's just gonna rip you right the fucking half. Absolutely. And that, and I am a huge fan of EXO. And I take nothing from that armor, but I don't give a fuck. If Hulk actually got his hands on Exo, that armor is not strong enough no. to stop Hulk not from pulling all, it to part and ripping it to shit. It's just not. But then the question would be, which if you were writing the comic book, I'm sure the obvious answer would be then it attaches to Hulk, but that's a whole different can of yeah. shit. Yeah. Honestly, it'd leave him as soon as he transferred back to Bruce Banner. If he didn't, if the armor yeah. didn't stop that transformation. Oh, fuck, I guess so. Yeah, man. Because it probably like could. geology and everything about it. That's yeah. what I'm oh. saying. Then the game really fucking changes, but we're not going to go there. But even if we did go there, obviously, then that's, a, as far as I'm concerned, that's yeah. a win for Hulk. Yeah. Right. Because in a way, he won the prize, right? But well, we're not a going win for there. for Hulk anyways. But we're not going there. Yeah, no, I gotta give this one two Hulk, against man. one either way. I never said I was way, picking Hulk. Hulk. Hulk I'm just giving you the scenarios. If it, yeah, Hulk wins this because they're up on the rooftop. Unless Axel is flying straight up and fucking blasting the shit out of him. And then it'd be tough for Axel when he did it. He'd have to get at least he'd have to get at least a good. 20 feet, 30 actually, feet ahead know. of Hulk the whole way. Exo can go supersonic. That's true. That is true. See, this is such a tough fight because, again, it's one of those fights, man, where, fuck, I can think of tons of scenarios where both fucking characters could Because you, you can't, I'm sorry, you win. can't tell me if he goes supersonic through the Hulk, the Hulk's just going to take that. I don't think his skin's tough enough for that. He could potentially go supersonic through the Hulk. Well, you gotta remember, if it doesn't kill him, it's just gonna piss him off. Gee, this is... Fuck. It's a tough call, man. I knew this one was gonna be difficult, and the next one isn't gonna be any easier. So, might as well get through the two like, real toughies in this round. First like round. Like, Exo's taking on some crazy motherfuckers. Yeah, so is the Hulk. Uh, it just depends, really. If but the Hulk has also been... Range, man. Had his ass kicked by some... Well, I, I mean, let's... Know. Okay, we can all agree on this. We can all agree on this. If 
it becomes a long-range attack, it's Exos. But if it's an in-close battle, it's pretty much going to be the Hulk. Yeah, and I'd say an in-close battle. That much we've accomplished. Nothing decisive, really, at the end of the day yet. But we've at least we've accomplished that much. Now it's to be determined, I guess, because it's a rooftop, we're going to assume it's a city if they have to stay in the radius of that rooftop. Even if it's a rooftop, say, the size of, I don't know, four average houses, right? Like, even if it's like your average skyscraper. Yeah, your average still, skyscraper, it's still, still quite think, a bit of room. I still think Hulk would get a hold of him, man, and uh, probably destroy his ass. Well, what's the vote here? Who's voting who? I'm going Hulk. Because it depends how he goes. My vote ain't even going to matter. If he goes Hulk too, Hulk automatically wins. So it's his no pressure. I'll go either way, really. I have no no, no yeah, horse in this what? fucking race. So I'm giving it to Exo just because of the supersonic thing. Yeah. I don't know. And he's not above that either. He's not like, oh, fuck, I'm not. The armor oh, be out br- to kill yeah, Hulk. The armor sure. is fucking brutal. Like. Hulk's pretty quick. I don't know if he's any supersonic, but I know... Uh, I don't, I don't think he's stepping out of the way of space travel. No, I'm unprecedented. <laughs> Here it is. Here's how we're going to determine this week because it's so difficult. We have a six-sided dice. <laughs> Three and under, we'll give it to Exo. Four and up to six, we'll give it to Hulk. How about that? Is everyone in agreement with that or we may never get through this segment? Can we agree on that? Is that fair? I don't think they'd have a and everybody just chance. pick a number on the dice and whichever, well, I think one, be- whichever one like we'll take turns like Russian roulette if we roll that number. <laughs> no, I don't want to get that crazy. Wins. It is Come kind on. of fifty-fifty though. No, we this is, is this that's how we should do this shit. I don't know. Well, I can't get off the fence. This is the problem because I see too many scenarios where it could go either way. Okay. Even okay. with a rooftop, even with a rooftop mm-hmm. scenario. I mean. Really, what's it's uh, it's tough, man. Like seriously, legit. So while we do that, this is not a this is an unusual case. That armor does possess some fucking power. This is an unusual case, so we'll do it three and under XO three and Hulk. Because as far as I'm concerned, I don't think I can get off the fence to be honest. Because I just see too many different scenarios, even rooftop scenarios, where Hulk. There you go, fair, it's a four. There you go, we'll go with the fate of the dice. So we'll say Hulk and probably the most epic battle anybody has ever witnessed. <laughs> Is that fair enough to say? That's fair. Alright, so next week, holy lord, here's the other mother fight of the t- of the first round, Superman versus Juggernaut. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's, that's, uh, here we go again. So until next week. Fight on! Do do It's Corona time. What do we all got to do? Nothing but play video games. So let's talk about video games. <clears throat> yeah. So what have you been playing lately, Captain Asshole? Just playing Minecraft and a little bit of Star Wars Battlefront, doing the Ewok fucking thing. That's the kind Ewok of fun when you get your friends involved. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not, not nearly as you fun by yourself. Because when they turn to Ewoks, they're like, I'm coming for you, bitch. And you're like, oh, no. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's about it. So I've been really rocking, to be honest. What are you building in Minecraft? I'm building a cité. Well, I know what you're building. I'm just saying. A cité. So the listeners know. Not just any cité, though. 
Gotham City. It's I've pretty crazy because some crazy shit happened. This is Gotham City. I've seen it. It's got like a huge lake. It's got like Clayface in there. Batman, Gordon, the Bat uh, Wing. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, so that's basically what I've been doing, man. And uh, Pete Jones has been coming in, and you've been coming in, and Larry's been coming into my world because I got it as a realm right now. Uh, obviously invite only, and then, uh, we also have our Xbox friend, Bleep! Nice. So I just... I don't want to say his tag in case he doesn't want it. No, and I'll have to ask him. I might talk to him again. If so, well then, whatever. But for now, we'll just bleep his name. I just beat fucking Dishonored, Death to the Outsider. That game has so much background allure that if you don't read it, you don't fully understand, like... The full story of that right, game. Right, yeah, some games are like that, I get it, yeah. So, I kind of, my first playthrough on those games, I don't read all the of it, but I read the shit that kind of, like, intrigues me. So, here's a spoiler alert for everyone, I'm just going to tell you what this game's about. You're Probably pretty much, most people played it anyway. You're pretty much hunting a god. This So, way back in ancient times in this universe... This guy lived in this ancient city and was being followed by a cult. Damn! A cult that had dug up an ancient god that was more ancient than them. Dug up an ancient god and they were following this kid around and they abducted him, took everything away from his life, including his name, and killed him. And that was the outsider. And the god... Damn! The god... Pretty much sealed him in stone and sealed his eyes shut, but he could still see through the void, which is this magical place in this Jeez. universe. It's a very dark fucking game, like this whole so. universe. Like the first one, the first Dishonored game, you're literally like, it's a rat plague. That you're, it's fucking nice. crazy. This whole game, like the whole fucking universe is dark, but it's all built on blood. Damn. In the end, every game is like that. It's all built on blood. The city, everything. But, uh, so, in the end, you can choose to either kill the outsider or peacefully, like, do what you want. <clears throat> so, I chose to peacefully let him free from his fucking release because Did I was... fuck you? No, no, because I was reading some of the background allure. And, literally, he just was some random person that the occult got fixated on. And... That's it. He got his life ripped away from him. But here's the thing, too, that kind of pissed me off about the end of this game. So the way that you peacefully, like, kill the outsider or whatever and help him out is to... Dao is your fucking, like, in the game is your fucking character's, like, hero kind of thing. Like, trained your character. He's an assassin. He's got the mark of the outsider, which is the outsider's fucking name. Spoiler alert. But, um, and only spirits in the void can read it. So Dao goes up and whispers his name into his ear, and then he all of a sudden gets free of this fucking stone, and, you know, is like, nothing. He's like, I haven't seen out of my eyes in so long, this and that. Like, I kind of feel bad for the outsider, because, like, everybody in, the, in this universe blames the outsider for every mistragedy that's ever happened. And that's because their version of the Bible tells them that. Yeah, knew his Bible had to be involved. But it's their version of the Bible is called the uh, Abbey of the Everyday Man. That's interesting. 
And it pretty much states that the outsider is to blame for all misfortunes. Fuck that guy. Like, they uh, blame the rat plague on the first one on the outsider. And then the second one, the outsider... Actually, the second one wasn't even the outsider. But the outsiders throughout the whole games. Which was, which was really fun because, like, that game gets so into detail about that universe and how it's, like, how the outsider was created and how the universe was just so dark. It's fucking brutal. So you recommend this game? I really do. I recommend the whole series. Excellent. It's good to have a nice review. Like, I didn't, I didn't expect this kind of a game to end like this after so... Because like it set when you play up for another one. No, no. I don't think so. No. But the thing right. is is neither did the second one. Oh, so but they figured it out how to. But um when you play the first one, you don't expect it to end with, you know, you killing the outsider in the third game. But somehow that happens. But somehow that happens. And you're not even the same character as the first one or the second one. But you get some pretty cool powers in that game. And I like it because, like, the first and the second one, you have something called, like, mana, and that's what you use your powers. Right. And you don't really regen that in the second one, or the first one. You have to use, like, potions to get it full. In the third one, it just regenerates. So there's no potions, you just wait a couple seconds. But there's there's these things called the Envisioned, and they're only on the last level. Holy fuck. Please. You didn't leave anything for the listener, or are you just going to... No, no, I'm sorry. I've had I've had no one to discuss this game with, so... There's these things called the Envisioned, and they're pretty much what, like, the god of the Void had envisioned for the Void. So these things, when they hit you, they're one-hit kill. And I didn't know how to take them on at first, so I was trying to take them out stealthily. Try air assassinating them, they just turn around, psh, Try stealthily getting up behind them. They automatically know where you are. So, in the end, all you have to do is just shoot them with your crossbow. Or learn how all their attacks work and be able to block them and hit them with your sword. Because nothing else works. You can't, like, kinetic energy them. You can't do shit. So, someone's at that part of the game and listens frustrated. Oh, I had to look it up. I had to look it up. Because I was getting so pissed. I was like, how do you fucking kill these things? Because... I was trying every kind of stealthy fucking shit I could possibly think of, and I couldn't do anything. Yeah. But they're they're really cool-looking right. things. Yeah, no. I just like the whole... And they're games that you can play over and over and still have new, find new shit. See, I really like games. And once you get really good at it and really comfortable with it, you can go through those games. You can speed through those games and find new shit, and it's like you just figure out how to kill people in new ways and... That's what I used to love about all the Zelda games. You could play yeah. that thing over and over, and if you wanted to, it'd be a totally different game. Yep. Crazy. No, I, I really love those types. I games. really suggest playing it. Check it out. Any of them, really. Like you can play the last one first, and it'll explain shit that. How many are there? There's three of them. The first one's got uh, two DLCs. The one's like the Trials of Dunwall, which is a really fun DLC. And then the other one's called the Knife of Dunwall, which you're, uh... Almost your Dao. Like the name of a cult. It, it pretty much, you are the leader of a cult. Your Dao. Yes, I am. The assassin. Oh, well, I'm Captain The Apple. person that kills the Empress. And you're, uh, literally living out your last couple days before Corvo, the guy in the action the first video game, comes to kill you. But the thing is, is he survives somehow. 
and makes it to the third video game, dies in that video game, you meet him in the void, and he sets the fucking, he sets the outsider free. And you never, I never learned his name, because I didn't read the, like, lure for it, or whatever. So that really pissed me off, I was like, fuck, now I gotta play this whole fucking game again. Eh, well... Well, either way, I was going to play it again, because I went through this playthrough stealthy as fuck, so uh, now I'm just going to go through... I'm just going to bash everything and just go through like a fucking... Like a fucking wrecking ball. I've gotten pretty good at combat, too. Nice. So, yeah. That's been uh, video game talk, I guess. Nice. Front page documentaries! Real documentaries on front page! Yeah! Leon Footstool here. Downtown Hamilton, where this brand new drug called Do What You're Fucking Told has taken over. Married men are vandalizing and assaulting each other over this drug. It has gotten out of control and the police cannot stop the brutality. I have set up a connection to meet someone in a dark alley to discuss this drug. We're heading there now. Several minutes later. Are you the guy? Oh, yes, I'm the guy. They call me Samuel McCready. Wow! Are you the guy? Nice to meet you, Samuel McCready. Are you one of the guys I'm looking for? Who are you waiting here for? I'm Leon Footstool with Front Page Documentary. Who the fuck is Front Page Documentary, bud? I'd like to know about this revolutionary drug. Call it revolutionary drug. It's not a revolutionary drug, but it just makes your wife do what they're fucking told. It's something we do in Ireland all the time. See, we just get the great drunk in Ireland, but here, you guys have drugs. And I can make money off it. Are you wanting to buy some or not? I'm waiting for another guy at the moment. And I only got one pill left, so it's going to be a battle royale here soon. Wow! What are the effects of this drug? The effects of it? Well, I don't have a wife myself. She left me, but... I thought about slipping her this way. Wow. You know, they left back to back on hold Mother Ireland. But this drug, uh, from what I'm told, it's, you give it to your wife and it's basically mind control. You tell her to do the dishes. She does the fucking dishes. She goes to work, you sit at home, you play your fucking your Xbox or whatever the hell you fucking do and yeah. She goes to work, she comes home, feeds you, do the dishes, she sleeps, maybe you got some sex with the stay on the commercial. It's fantastic. Wow! Is there any harsh side effects, or can you OD on this drug? And what happens when you do? I think the only side effects of it is, is that, uh, when they come off of it, they are really fucking pissed. I, come, I get a lot of these women coming to me, trying to, trying to kick the fuck out of me, and I'm like, no, bitch, I backhand you. I take this bottle, I smash it over their fucking heads. Oh, yeah. And then they sit here in my alley and try to ambush their men coming in. Oh yeah, I just tell them to like get an IV, liquefy it, strip it into their arm a little bit, you know, wean them off of it. It's just the best thing to do. I tell that as well if you need any liquid for it. Wow! Here's the other guy. He's coming down the alley right now, so are you going to buy this or not? I think, that's, oh, never mind. There's another guy. He might buy it. Wow! He's got it, man. Oh yeah, I got your drug, but there it goes. But what, what the fuck is this? Who the fuck is this guy? Hi, I'm Leon Footstool with Front Page Documentary. The fuck, man? It's not my fault, Steve. He came up, he's buying it as well. I only got one pill left here. So I'm not buying it, sir. I'm not buying it. Yes, you are. You just told me you were going to buy it. Sir, 
I brought the fucking 40 bucks, man. Like you said, I need this fucking pill, man. No! You don't understand! Man, without this fucking pill, I can't fucking go home, man. It's too much, man. I slip her like a fucking roofie. You know what? I'm happy! Finally! I'm finally happy for once in my godforsaken life! Fucking bitch! Are you guys selling a new drug? Are you down there? Are you selling the new drug? I was here first! I need a drug! Hey, 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 wait, 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 well, no, he is not Diabolical Dave. I've met Diabolical Dave. Sure sounds like Diabolical Dave. Doesn't matter. Asshole, I was here first. Fuck you. My wife's a bitch. I need this shit. Well, uh, gentlemen, gentlemen, can I just take a look at this drug before you purchase it? Yeah, sure, you can, you can take a look at the drug if you want. Uh, here, here you go, I just got it in, uh, in my pocket here. Here, bud. It's in a plastic druggy bag with weed leaves on it. It's one pill. It's got. Oh, you said this motherfucker was buying it. And it's got a big. Yeah, F I want that drug. And you. What the fuck? You motherfucker. Ah! It's just. Ah! 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 Why? I told you it was buying it. Jesus Christ! Why? Help me! Call a fucking ambulance! It's always somewhere! The drug is mine! Jesus fucking Christ! Fuck you, Leon! Call an ambulance! I'm laying on footstool! Isn't that guy boss of So this week, I thought we would leave with a bang and end the show with life quotes by the Joker. Nice. This, These are quotes that are taken from movies and comic books. So, the first one. Silent tears holds the loudest pains. That's right. Here's one to use at the water cooler at work. Don't be so proud of your skin color. We are all the same when the lights go off. That's a great one. <coughs> I'm not heartless. I have just learned to use my heart less. Maturity is changed from no one need me to I don't need anyone. <coughs> Villains are not bad. They are just real and true. The more silent I am, the more dangerous I can be. These are... Fuck these use are that one. You can figure it out. Work until your name need no introduction. So work until your name need no introduction. Your friends will believe in your potential. Your enemies will make it up. We'll make it up to you as it goes along. I have multiple personalities, so don't dare to think you know me completely. That's a good one, too. <coughs> Knowledge will give you power, but your character is what gives you respect. That's a good one. That is a good one. Not every sorry deserves an it's okay in return. Once they stop talking to you, they start talking about you. Very nice. They said I changed a lot. I said a lot changed me. These are some great quotes you can use <coughs> every day. Nobody cares about your story until you win. So win. 
Very nice. I am alone because I prefer to spend my precious time on me. Damaged people are dangerous. They know they can survive. <coughs> That's a good one. So there are some Joker life quotes. That last one's such a true one. That you can take with you and use in everyday life. So on that note, motherfuckers, until next week, as always, <coughs> wait for it. <coughs> nope, wait for it. Yeah! Made them.